won something. Um, this is the the this is the most important area for the werewolves in the set that you belong to when we start the game. There is another sept, as it's called, and a sept, it should be said, is a... That is a group of werewolves that belongs to one of these holy places, the ones that guard it and defend it and go to it regularly and hang out there and so on. That's what's called a sept. S-E-P-T. A septs have, like, particular names, like the sept of... Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, they do, usually. And the one in, uh, in Dublin... Um, is called um, it's called the Raven's Eye set. Okay. Uh, I hadn't actually entered that anywhere, but it is the case. Um, the reason for this, of course, is that the major spirits in this set, and werewolves are extremely spiritual creatures, the, the spirit that um, uh, uh, the Raven's uh, come on. Yeah, the Raven's... Called the Raven's Eye. Here. And uh, the reason for that is that the major spirit in this set is a Raven spirit, which is a spirit of prophecy, and they are exceptionally rare. And very, very, very powerful. What's it uh, called, the, the special spirit here? Uh, it's just called Raven. They usually just refer to it by the uh, the animal's type. Okay, so... So the Raven is the, the... It is also... Raven is actually mentioned in one of the fluff files I sent you as one of the VISs, very important spirits. Spirit of Prophecy. Yes. And... Here we go. There's a big, ugly, pink slab of text below the picture. Ah, yes. <laughs> I can't see anything. You, you can see the map of, of uh, the green, right? Yeah. Scroll down a little bit. There's some pink, pink red letters. Yes. That's what he was talking about. He just wrote that. Spirit of Deceptive Raven, Spirit of Prophecy. Yes. This is also, as I said, it is also listed in the one called More Werewolf Fluff. Mm. Yeah. In there, there is even an image of Raven as well as several other important spirits in and around Dublin, including some of the nasties, some of the evil ones. Cool. And, again, I can I can recommend that people read the fluff files. They are, as I said, I know they're large, but I put a lot of work into them, so I hope people will read them. Uh, I didn't want, I'll probably reread them. Yeah, it's sure. a good read, if only to, like, sort of get a sniff of the attitudes of the place. Yes. Like, even if you're thinking, I, I, I have my character down pretty great, reading this will at least give you a perspective on, uh, like, how people think, at least this one ragabash asshole. <laughs> yes. Snicker, yeah. Snickering. Oh, God. <laughs> hard. oh, God, Shimano Leary has a hard time. <laughs> what? Uh, it's it's the, 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 there are two people writing these two fluff files. One is Athena. Uh, Gaillard and Fina is one of the uh, the tribes. They are the tribe that are native to Ireland and and by far the most powerful tribe in in all of the the, the country of Ireland. And a Gaillard means that they are one of the hardest fighters they have. But they're not the actual warriors. They are, however, the the, the poets, the the uh, the singers, the skalds, all these. 
uh, artistic types. And her name is Siobhan O'Leary. And O'Leary is, she is an, uh, she's a fairly pissed off person. And the ragabash that she constantly refers to as someone she wants to turn into a pretzel is the guy writing the other fluff file. Okay. Mm. Good old... Uh, snickering sneaker. Snickering sneaker. Yes, yes little Polish git. Yes. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Pole who, who happens to live in, <coughs> in Dublin. He's a... Yes, he's very oh. much a ragabash. Holy smokes. So we're, when we're starting this game, our yes. characters will be between how old and how old? Uh, you start out being 14, 15 years old on the, when you create the characters. The first three game sessions are going to be a prequel. Cool. Okay. And then by the end, so you basically, you don't, you, you pick your gifts, as they're called, when we yep. get to that. But you don't have them when we start the first one. The idea is you get a gift every time we complete one of the the prequel um, chapters, and they will be fairly short little things. Are we? Uh, um, uh, sorry, you had more to say. Yeah, I was, and then when we get done with the prequel, then obviously we are into the 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 story, as, you know, proper. And when we get there, you should be seventeen or eighteen years old. All right. What gifts? Gifts are supernatural abilities that uh, that werewolves have and use, um, much like a vampire would call their supernatural abilities disciplines. The, the, the reason, werewolves call them gifts. Yeah, the reason they're called gifts is that they are actually gifts. Yes. You ask a spirit for them, and the spirit then gifts you an ability. Yes. Cool. Which is pretty cool. Of course, the spirit will usually want something in return, but yes. So spirits are notoriously chill and also hard to they're, they're hard to place right because there's the there are always the classic asshole spirits who are like yes I can do this for you however I will be wanting an mm, some form of favor at an undisclosed time depending on your most on your most likely inconvenience <laughs> yes and then there are the spirits who are like yeah you just you know just check out the sunrise tomorrow <laughs> okay. That's fun. <laughs> Real hippies, basically, yes. Because it's like different things are important to them. Yeah. You'd be like, please don't tread on the grass. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. That would be a problem, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, <clears throat> this um, the one thing that I do think will be important for everyone to read is uh, the part in, in these files where the the different tribes are described obviously and the the uh, different auspices and the different breeds and it's also quite important to know how each tribe is perceived yeah. in the city what i will do is i am writing a, a tiny little file a page maximum of two pages for each of you individually depending on what tribe and auspice you are going to play because you are going to get a little mail or a little letter or something in character from someone who will then be able to uh, basically help you there is one thing i would suggest everyone do now before we start talking characters yes because we it's true joan has, has written a lot of good stuff about the auspices and the the tribes but we, we're here. We can talk it out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, For yeah, the most parts, we could probably go away from tonight with completed characters. Absolutely. The one thing people should have a note of 
is on in the document Joan has linked in the Skype chat called Game Information. This is a seven-page document. On the sixth page is something that is of great importance to character creation. It's a table of what are we actually allowed to play. Yes. So that is perhaps the most important thing you could do right now is when we're going to pick auspices and um, yes. and uh, tribes. Have a look at that because yes. we can't play Silverfanger runes, for example. Example, yes. I'm, I am um, placing a few restrictions on people like that. And the one thing I will end up by saying before we go to the actual picking of things is I want one of every auspice. Mm. There are six players, so it should be doable easily. There will be one auspice that has two players, but I want one of each. I also, um, I also want a maximum of one, um, uh, one glasswalker, and I want a minimum of one fina. <clears throat> That's fine with me. That's fine with me. Joan, you know what I've already kind yes. of said. Is, yes. that, is that all right? Is that acceptable? Well, it's fine with me, but you, you, I mean, obviously you should figure out between you guys what it is you want to play, and I am right here to answer questions of what these different things mean. Guys, uh, if you don't allow me to get what I want, I hate you all. <laughs> That's fine. We want you that hate. You will not be invited to my next birthday. We want that hate. It's going to drive your character to excel. Um... <laughs> Oh, I would much prefer Fina Arun. Hello, what were you saying? I said I'm happy as long as I can be a Ragabash. That's fine. Okay, so we, we have a contender for the Ragabash. Yes. Does, um, before, I guess I was going to ask, does anyone object to, to Hilly playing a Ragabash? And then I thought, does everyone understand what a Ragabash is? <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say, let's let's... Go down to the very basics of the game. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. What do we do first? First, I, Joan, you well, probably first, have this. Yes, I will. I will. Uh, basically, I'm going to go through this with each, uh, with with all of you, one step at a time. Yep. Starting, starting here. I have looked absolutely not at all into this. No. Character name: Herbal exactly. McDerbal. Start out with a name. The the If you open your character sheets on under the header character sheet. Those are some of the first things that need to be filled out. And as you can see, this start, start with the one called Basics. Alternatively, if you want to, uh, tip it over to the one called All, if you don't want to switch fans. Yeah, you can do that if you want yeah, to. Yeah, it's a really nice addition that they have the All. Yeah. And also, it's... I like the claw marks to um, yeah. stuff. It's, it is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I love the look of this character sheet, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway. I've already filled mine out a bit. I hope that you don't mind that. No, no, that's fine. We're just going to take it one step at a time, as I said. So, name first. Okay. Whoever I you... Right now. I'll no, you, you'll, yeah. The Chronicle, of course, is a song at Tara. Tara. Yes. Then we get to the good stuff. <clears throat> breed, auspice, and tribe. Breed is simple. It means were you born to human parents. All of you except a maximum of two will be this way. If you are born that way, you are what's called a homid. H-O-M-I-D. These um, are the... Yep. 
No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, a hermit is a person who understands the world as humans understand it, because that's the world you've grown up in. Uh, it is by far the easiest auspice, or sorry, easiest breed to play. I'm just gonna ride Hamid. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Same. Uh, the other two, they are open. You can have a maximum of one of each of the next two. The next one is called a Metis. M-I-T-I-S. Uh, M-E-T-I-S. A Metis is a werewolf that has two werewolf parents. They're sterile. They're misshapen in some way. They have some kind of deformity. And they are universally looked down upon by every other werewolf out there because basically the, the two werewolves mating is highly illegal yeah. inside werewolf society. It's and a sense of the father thing. It's essential. No, not so much that. But the uh, but the Ametis, when they are born is that they, they are tainted and that's why they're misshapen. And it's that like taint everything. is a weakness. It's seen as a weakness by others. Besides. When a Metis is born, nine cases out of ten, they kill their mother because they literally tear their way out of her. Yeah. They're the born in their war form. The, exactly. The final one is Lupus, and as the name suggests, these are werewolves born to um, wolf parents. This means that they see the world as wolves do. They do not understand human mating uh, rituals, and they can't see the point in not pissing on people's shoes to mark their territory. Oh, I'm tempted. They have the... the, While they... There are certain things they can't take in terms of stats, because a a lupus can't, for example, example, have access to resources, because money, what? Uh, They do, however, have an enormously powerful connection to the spirit world. Yeah, I was gonna say this. All of these choices of breed, this affects basically how your character grew up. Of course, yeah, yeah. it also has a game mechanical effect in that yes. people who are born as humans have the least connection to the spirit, to the spiritual, and to Gaia. Yeah. People who are born Matis have the second most powerful, and people who are born Lupus have the most powerful connection to to the spiritual yeah. and to Gaia. Also, it also affects what kind of gifts we can start with. We don't start with gifts, but... We'll get to the, we'll get to the, the gifts later. The, the other thing about being lupus is you're rare. You're very, very rare. And most werewolves will look upon you with... They will have a more positive attitude to you. you it, it, most of them will start slightly less likely to dislike you. Because there are so few of your kind left, and they are so important to the werewolves. I need to Someone ask something. I was going to say, um, does Rasmus have his headset on? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Be- because there's an echo, and I'm not used to that. Uh, but that, yeah. Is it still there? Uh, should I talk some? Maybe that'll help. Maybe it'll help. I mean, well, that seems. I to hear no echo now. Actually, yeah, exactly. So yes, that is the um, that is what the breed means. Um, Lupus werewolves need to be played as wolves, but they can be incredibly funny, and they do add a lot of of um, dynamic to a group. Being metis means that you have, as I said, the second most connection to the spirit world. However, 
they are looked down upon. They will always be Pac Omega by definition. And they are the, reviled. <laughs> the, the, well, some by some tribes more than others, but the Fina are notorious for treating um, uh, mates really badly. Yeah, you make a bone gnaw, they don't give a shit. Yeah, well, you, you exactly. Anyway, those are the three breeds. The next one is. The moon face you were born under, because obviously we're werewolves here, we have to deal with the moon. Ooh. Or Luna, as they call her. Um, Where do you write this in the character sheet? In the one called Auspice. Yes. Okay. These are the, the auspices of the moon. And they are, uh, if you look at the uh, file that Daniel suggested people go look at, they are Ragabash. Thurge, Philodox, Gaillard, and Arun. A Ragabash is... I'll, I'll be <clears throat> brief and easy about this. There's much more in the files yeah. that you can read. But the, the Ragabashes are the tricksters, the ones who don't... They won't take anything too seriously. They will play practical jokes on everyone. And they will do so because if they don't, everyone else will start taking themselves way too seriously. And they don't want that. That's their role in werewolf society: is to be the prankster, the one who who can get away with shit nobody else can get away with. Should I because... just make a guy and make him make his name Loki? <laughs> if you make one called Loki, you you're gonna have to make a, a get a Fenris, and I would love you forever if you did it. <laughs> that's the that's the Ragabash. The um, the next one in line is the Thurge. The Thurge is a... The shaman. They're the shamans. They're the priesthood of the werewolves, the ones who talk to the spirits, the ones who do the healing, for that matter. The werewolves, werewolves have a healing factor to shame Wolverine. But once in a blue moon, they come across something that really, really hurts, and then it's nice to have a Thurge on hand. Because they can they can patch you up nice and tight. Silver stings. Silver really really hurts. <laughs> yes, I remember that from your document about the the thirds that dropped whales on people. Yes, there is a third in the Dublin set once dropped a sperm whale on people because he summoned he summoned a, the spirit of a sperm whale and just let it fall on his enemies. Splat. <laughs> yeah, as they say in the file, there's still a, a, the, 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 there's still remnants of that person in the tarmac where it happened. <clears throat> um, so yes, that's they. They are also the, the primary summoners of of the um, the ones who summon spirits and interact yeah. with them and so on. So that's the third. Oh, why? Right. And, and just just for flavor, Ragabashes are born under a new moon. Thurges Thurges are under a sickle moon. Yes. Then we have. Um, then the we moons. have uh, the half moons called Philodox. A Philodox is the the judge, the neutral, um, the neutral party, the one who, when two werewolves are in disagreement and in danger of tearing each other each other's throats out, a Philodox will be the one who steps in and says, uh-uh, "These are the rules. This is how you're going to settle this." and I'm going to be the final judge on which one of you wins. This, of course, also means that they actually have to be neutral. Yeah, it also means that they have to be respected. Yes. Losing respect, as a field dog, if you lose respect, 
you're it means you it's it's hard for you to settle anything. Yeah, exactly. And that is the uh, uh, that is the second auspice. The next auspice is the Gaillard. Uh, then never mind how it's spelled. It is pronounced Gaillard. It's a French word. Um, they are singers, storytellers, dancers, artists, and very, very powerful warriors. But they are also, uh, in, in, in Ireland particularly, they are seen as the leaders. Most everywhere else, it's the Aruns who are the leaders. In Ireland, where the Fina rule, the Gayards are in charge. They, yeah. They're the, the ones who can not only steal some serious damage, but they can also write a pretty story about it afterwards and make everyone else go, ah. <laughs> I, I want to be nitpicking here for just a second and say, yes. I'm assuming you mean the alpha is always in charge, but out of respect for tradition, that yes. tends to be the guy out. Yes, yes. The, 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 the time where Ari, or the High King, was not a Gayard in Ireland is... I don't think anybody can remember that. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Gayards are born under the gibbous moon, by the way. Yes, they, the, the one that looks like an almost full moon. Yeah. And yeah. finally, the Aruns. Or Aruns! Yes, they are the warriors. They are the most angry, the least controllable, and the most violent of all of them. They are the ones who will tear tanks apart, literally. But they, they are also, uh, in many other places, as I said, they are seen as the leaders. They are not in Ireland. Um, but they are hugely valued because the werewolf, uh, werewolf society is surrounded by enemies on all sides. And having strong warriors around is an absolute necessity, so people respect them. But quite a few werewolves also not fear them, but they worry because they can be fire-and-forget missiles. Even the humble the humble Ragabash mm-hmm. is a werewolf, is yeah. a Garou, therefore has rage. Yes. All werewolves are Gaia's berserkers. All of them. Some more than others, because as you once said, Daniel, and this is true... The angriest human being who ever lived doesn't have a rage stat. Even a ragabash has one point of rage. So yes, they are very angry creatures. Yeah, it just shows differently. Yes. Uh, I got the impression everyone was homid. Um, okay. You can all be homids if you want. Yeah, right. So I'm actually wondering on making a lupus. Yeah. You should. Uh, and I really can't decide because I'm feeling a lupus can't be a glass plumber. You, you will need to write the mother of all background stories to justify that because they, generally speaking, don't mate with wolves anymore in that tribe. Yep. And I kind of like the glass walkers and the idea I have for my girl, but yep. okay. lupus have a stronger affinity for the spirits, and if you want to be a third, yeah. <laughs> I am. I want to say uh, for my auspice, I am. I am leaning on a room. I want yeah. to pick a room. Yeah, me too. Me too. That means we have three people who would like to be a room. Then we have to resolve that. It is a problem because she wants at least one of oh, every. Uh... Okay. So Rasmus, Heine, and I want to play a rooms. Yeah. 
Uh, is anyone uh, does anyone feel like oh no my, the character I have in Vision could easily also be this other thing? The one thing, uh, the, the two things that we don't have filled out so far uh, would be the Philodox and the Gayard. I would like to throw out there that my original concept, and I'd like to stick by it, had me playing a Gayard. All right, that means we only need a Philodox. Hmm. Does anyone feel like going Philodox? I, I'd say that, that the, the the rough concept I have in mind works best within a room. Um, I uh, I'm probably going to want us. I mean, if we if none if no one is willing to give, we're gonna probably solve it with a bias toss, I guess. I'll I'll read up on the philodox again. Uh, I might be able to um, make it work. I'll have to look at it though. I, I would personally, I want to say, um, personally, I want to say, I think we should resolve it now and just yeah. move on. Uh, I, think, I think you're right. I think you're right. So well, I would like to know what I'm choosing. Obviously, but then we can take a, a, a few seconds for you to read up on it. I mean, it's not like the Gayard uh, entry or sorry, the Philodox entry isn't, you know, 10 pages long. No, it's not. I'll just be quiet and read it. I will throw out as well that I am prepared to change to Philodox if someone feels that the concept they created would work best, with, second best with a Gaillard instead of in a room. I can see myself playing either version, uh, either or specific with my character concept as it is. Philodoxes on average are the wisest werewolves. <laughs> well, that, that, that precludes me then, doesn't it? Uh, well, I could, I could try playing a wise character, but we'll see. I'll I'll read before I join the conversation again. Sure, sure. I'll actually say the wisest werewolves are usually the thirges. The philodoxes are the most even-handed. I I could definitely see that. I I, I wanted to kind of move away from the notion that thirges were the most wise, considering that they have a tendency to also be the most mad. <laughs> no. There's, there's 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 a quote. There's that quote isn't there about genius and madness. And... Yes. And, and being very close together, yes. I, I kind of had the idea of my little girl, my little Taryn, suddenly turns into a fucking werewolf, and her entire life is just, like, crashed. The glass yeah. floor underneath her disappearing, and she's in a world she doesn't understand. While Rasmus is quietly reading this, perhaps we should talk, talk to AJ about her choice of breed. Um... Because you were you were leaning a bit on on maybe lupus, but then you had the troubles of you want to play a glasswalker, that issue. I made a glasswalker. Uh, I must have deleted that character. But yeah. I let's assume you still want to play glasswalker. A glasswalker, yes. All right. Do you do it's you like feel like an American girl moving to Ireland for high school? Yeah. And this is where she is now. And then snap, werewolf. <laughs> All right. So if she if she moves from America to to Ireland for high school, that then at least to me assumes that she's a human. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. But then it was said that the strongest affinity with spirits was lupus. Yeah, but it, not them. I want to be clear that in saying that humans can definitely have a very high affinity. They oh, can yeah, start yeah. with a higher affinity than lupus because it's all a matter of how many points are you spending on your on your gnosis stat. Yes. Right. Um, but lupus no, start with is, a lot more. Yes, gnosis uh, is the spiritual energy of all werewolves, and the uh, a homet starts with one, 
and a lupus starts with five. However, as I said, there are also definite drawbacks to playing a lupus because there are loads of skills you can't use because they, you know, you have to be human to know. Uh, yeah, and you don't, you don't understand how human society works. No. Well, that, that's usually a toughie. Actually, were you know like a Siberian husky that once grew wolf, then you could have grown up in a world, but that would be they walk me, so I pee outside, and then they feed yeah. me and they pet me, and I if, like that. If it was a Siberian husky thing, then you wouldn't actually be a glassworker; you would be a bone gnawer. Yeah, because they, 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 they dogs. Could have been right. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm back, guys. Because Good. they are never anywhere near. Because incidentally, I kept, I kept hearing the echo while Rasmus had his microphone turned off. So I think it may be someone else. In that case, I'm going to grab a headset just to make sure it's not on my end. Yep. My decision is that I will play a Philodox if nobody objects, but I'll probably change my tribe to Black Fury then. Yeah, yeah. To keep the, the confrontational and angry nature. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah, that's fine with me. All right, that sounds cool. That's so, cool. So, so that means that Daniel and I don't get to come to your birthday party. Uh, yeah, I hate uh, you. Um, yeah. And I will, whenever I have a make, have to make a decision that involves you, favor whoever is not you. Once we but pick up on that, we are going to curb stomp the shit out of you. Choose to play the philodox instead. What did you say? I'm asking if it was philodox-like of you to choose to play the philodox. Yes, very it much. Probably so. was, yeah. I, I rather like that. That's a nice, nicely caught there, Helen. Nicely caught. Um, it's not me. I I have a headset in, and I still heard the echo. Yeah. It's weird. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Very weird. Uh, it's not terribly uh, important, well, right? I'm putting in a headset too, so if it's me, it should disappear in three, two, one, uh, and let's try. Oh, I'm no echo. Can yeah, you... Ooh, it's oh. me then. Okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, that, that uh, why I an echo on you. I'm guessing next up is tribe. Next up is indeed the tribe, and this is where it gets, in my opinion, really nice, really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, because the tribes, if you look down there in the in the file that was uh, sent your way, yeah, those are the tribes that are available to you. There is one more tribe on there, or that should be on there, but they're not available to play. They're called Red Talons, and they are a bunch of absolute homicidal maniacs who want to wipe up every human being on the planet. Yeah, they, I, they are... uh, I I think I think poking my GM in the chops, her her. Yes. Uh, that you mean there are two tribes. We well, la- yeah. There are no stargazers. No, there are no stargazers, but that's because by the time we play, they've vanished. Ah, yeah, that's, they're behind the, the, t- the Tibetan barrier, right? Exactly. Yeah. The what? There's Tibetan, a, t- Tibet Tibetan is like a bubble of weird supernatural bull hockey in World of Darkness, yes. and, a, and a barrier ap- appeared there, probably made by the Akashic Brotherhood of Mages, uh, but nobody knows. And th- the the Stargazer tribe retreated behind that because they were tired of the Garu Nation's bullshit and their roar and beat their chest agenda. Yep. So the so Stargazers are have... sitting on a, on a on a mountain top in Tibet, so they are not available for play either. <laughs> cool. Fun or maybe not so fun fact. Um, yes. In my world, a Stargazer is a corn snake with a severe genetic defect. That means that when it lies at rest, instead of having its head down like normal, it looks up. 
and it's the name Star- Stargazer. It um it and it has very bad coordination. They will often, when crawling about, end up on their back and still try to continue forwards. And what? they are very bad at hitting their food when they strike. Ah, cool, cool. That's the Stargazer in my world, and it's not cool. No, it's hereditary. So it, I um well, I would like sad, to. But it's it, I like the fact that there was something that it actually means. Yeah. I know we're gonna head into the tribes now and yes, describe them. I just I want to just get out of the way right now because I know the tribes, you know the tribes. Uh, I just want to tell you, Joan, that yes. I mean to pick a Shadow Lord because I was balancing between Bone Nor and Shadow Lord, and I decided if I'm a Bone Nor, I can't really start shit. So I'm picking a Shadow Lord for oh, the sole purpose know. of then Everyone I can start shit. Everyone can start shit. I know sounds like he's doing one as well. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to say, yes, oh God, I was about to say, it wouldn't surprise me that Daniel would pay. You're breaking care. up. Yeah. I, I caught the, it wouldn't surprise you that Daniel would pick one because then I could. And then I'm assuming you were about to say something nosy. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 Said it's surprising because it, it doesn't surprise me. Daniel would pick the characters famous for being the most arrogant pricks. In the entire... <laughs> no, I lost my outlet. Okay, <laughs> Malik is on hiatus. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. Let's go. There try. has to be before I get to explaining these things. There has to be one Fina in here because, as I said, they are the dominant tribe in Ireland. It is their country. So someone has to play what play one of them. Yeah. I will I will bend over backwards over the chair to have someone play a get a Fenris. What? Um, a Fenris. Get a Fenris are uh, the the Nordic ones. We'll get to that. Anyway, I'll take them one at a time. <laughs> the Fina, or as they are spelled, Fianna, but that's not how it's pronounced. It's called Fina. Uh, They are the Irish werewolves. They are great lore keepers, great bards, great singers, great drunkards, and amazing fighters. Uh, they're also a bunch of of, um, of exclusionary pricks who treat uh, who treats mates extraordinarily badly, and who, generally speaking, don't like many other werewolves very much. Uh, but they are they they can be the best friends in the world if you if if you can make them warm up to you they do simply have this confrontational edge saying we've fought for over a thousand years for ireland and the rest of you just walk in here you have no right to tell us how to run our 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 world our country and our tribe and it doesn't always mean that others are trying to tell them that the fina will still get up on their soapbox and do that just on general principle, because that's how they are. They're the most sociable of tribes, if we're going by stereotypes. They are, but they they are also the ones... You will go out for a beer with them, and you're probably also going to get into a fistfight with them. And then once you've had the fistfight with them, they will buy you another beer, slap you on the shoulder, and and think the world of you. They're Harald and Helkil. Yeah, they (laughs) really are. Because they should be get a Fenris, but... Yeah. Yeah. Then we have the Bone Norse. Bone Nors are... The funniest. Um, the best. Bone Nors, number one. Bone, bone Nors are amazing. They're, they're, not, uh, they're not so much werewolves anymore as they're were-mutts. They breed with anything with four legs that go woof. <laughs> they are also the only tribe with a population increase. Uh, 
Mm. All, all other yes. tribes are dying out. All other tribes are dying out. The Bone Norse are not. Because the Bone Norse will hump anything. They are... Uh, they smell bad. Um, they stink. Then they smell bad a little more. And they look like stray dogs. And everybody else tends to think of them like... Oh, do we really have to accept these things being... Oh, God, go away. But everybody needs them. Because nobody knows a city half as well as a bone nor. Not even glass walkers. Because the bone nors live in the alleyways and in the streets. They look like homeless people when they're in, in human form. They, they look like bums. Usually they are bums. Uh, but they know every nook and cranny, they know all the spirits of, of, you know, oh, but I know this little rat spirit that lives in this back alley, and he might have seen something, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, we could, we could be a bone gnaw lupus. Yeah. Because that sounds amazing. Lupus bone gnaws are like... <laughs> the funniest in, shit ever! Inbred mutts. Yes! That sounds amazing! Like, they are the funniest, a, funniest creatures in history. A, a, a bone gnawer thurge is the kind of thurge who will reliably tell you to cross, to, to go this way because the spirit of the, of the, um, of the traffic, of the traffic signal on 3rd Street is his friend. Yes. And they have, I will give you an idea of just how bone gnawers really are. They have a tribal gift called Cook Anything. I think they might have renamed it, but originally it was called Cook Anything. Yep. Which literally meant that if you took a tin can and put it over an open fire and you poured stuff into it, regardless of what that stuff was, if it was edible or not, you could pour depleted uranium into this thing and cook it, and it would turn into a tasteless but edible mush. Yep. <laughs> it's it's legit there. There is an... I think there is a piece of... Um, a piece of story text, a piece of fluff in the Bone Noir book featuring a homeless person putting uh, putting uh, empty tomato cans into, yes. a, into a bowl and yes. vomiting into it and just stirring and serving it to his back. Yes! Okay, next, next one up. Next one up would be the Geta Fenris. The Geta Fenris are us. Well, except for Chris, of course. Oh, one, one quick last addition to Bone Noirs. Yes. Picking a bone gnaw for your character is not necess- doesn't mean you have to be locked to this thing I'm saying now, but it's very likely to land you in pack Omega, because bone gnaws are looked down on. They are looked down upon, yes. Um, the Geta Fenris are... Uh, <laughs> Vikings! Yes, Vikings! <laughs> They're seen in two ways. A lot of outsiders, particularly the Fina, see them as fascist, neo-Nazi bullshit brawlers with no brains and no respect and no anything. A lot of other werewolves see the Geta Fenris that way, and it's true that there are factions within that tribe that are, in fact, neo-Nazi fascist bullshit creeps. Let's be honest, their, their tribal rune is a swastika. It looks like a swastika, yes. But they, but that is legitimately a small minority of the tribe. However, they are very, very brutal. They are the front-line fighters. People would rather have a Geta Fenris Ragabash standing in the front line than they would have a rune from half of the other tribes because they, they are that awesome warriors. Everyone, but everyone, respects them for that. Only an idiot would look at a Geta Fenris and not think, oh my god, okay, 
yeah, I don't like you, but I'm going to insult you because if I do, you're going to tear my head off, spit down the neck, shove my head up my arse, kick my backside until my head came out in the right place again. Rasmus, make a sound. Thank you. Keep going, Joe. That would be the the uh, that's what the Gedefenris are. They they are extremely honor bound, and they they have very um, the the reason why I would like to see one of these in this campaign is simply because of the dynamic between them and the Fina. Because the Fina have never forgiven the Gedefenris for the Viking invasions of Ireland, and the Gedefenris kind of look at the Fina like, yeah, you couldn't even defend yourselves back then. Why should we take you seriously now? Yeah, just, <laughs> you, you, you guys just suck. Yes. So I was actually looking at the uh, the table, and I was I was disappointed to see that an Arun can't be a Gedefenris, because <laughs> otherwise out, I would have picked it. They're out of control. <laughs> Gedefenris Arun's typically locked in cages when they're <laughs> Yeah. Here's what you'll be wanting to do, uh, Heine. You'll be wanting to sit cozy on your choice of tribe until everyone has picked a tribe, and then look at Joan, who will be jittery and sweaty, and be like, no one has picked a get a finish lid, and then you'll ask, are you sure I can't play in a rune? <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. Oh, you evil-minded foul kid, Daniel. Anyway, next up, Silver Fangs. Silverfangs are the ancient and noble kings of the werewolves. And, uh-huh. then, and then they started fucking their sisters. Hello. Yeah. They sure. keep the family, as it says in the file somewhere. The problem with that is that while they are great and awesome heroes and super inspirational and all that shit, there isn't a silver fang alive that doesn't have some kind of mental deficiency. Yeah, they I mean, all have some kind of mental illness, some more pronounced than others, of course. That sounds but, like lupus as well. <laughs> yeah, they, they they are a lot of fun in general. Um, silver fangs are in many ways about the breeding. If you make are, a silver fang, you have a lot of clout by virtue of your breed alone. Yes, you will have. You must, if you play a silver fang, take a certain amount of something called pure breed, which literally is how racially pure are you? Needless to say, bone nors can't take that stat at all. Uh, silver fangs, however, must I believe take two or is it three dots of it? It's thereabouts. Something like that. It's, they it, also they're they, not just oh get your gone. They, they add that all social roles towards other werewolves as automatic successes. That's how much clout they have. Yeah, they are. They're very important. When Joan says that they are the great and old kings of, uh, of of ancient times, they're still very much the tribe in control of the Garu Nation uh, for most parts. They are also not just descended from kings in the oh, they, these guys used to rule the werewolves kind of sense, but in the very real physical sense. Yes. The Romanov family are Silverfangs. Yes. Mm. So the the Russian czars were literally Silverfangs. Yes. Yeah. Um, Mm, so yeah, that's them. Next up, we have the Black Furies. Oh, I'll listen now. Black Furies are—they are a tribe of Greek origin, 
Most of them still come from that area. Um, they are an all-female tribe. Every male child that is born into this tribe is given up for adoption to one of the other tribes. Typically, the children of Gaia, whom we will get they, to next, take them. They used, yeah, they used to be killed, didn't they? Yes, they used to be killed. They still are in some places. They still are in some places, but that is hugely frowned upon because there are so few werewolves left that they can't be spared. Yeah. So any any uh, um, any Black Fury who is discovered killing one of her own because it's a male uh, faces the music, really. Yeah. But they are... <laughs> the Gayats are screaming at them. They are very... Yeah, they they are very Mediterranean. They throw their arms up and and use large uh, gesticulations and and you know everything is a Greek drama, as I said in 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 the file somewhere, with these with these cre- uh, creatures. They are also feminazis. There is no other term for it. They are complete feminazis. Uh, they are um, they, they if you're if you're a man, you have one use only. Making babies. Making babies, and then you can screw off. They uh, they they raise their young in that belief. They uh, they enforce that belief. They can make male friends, but they will always look down on them. Yeah, they they tend to they tend to sneer at being called Amazons, but they have very much earned that nomica. Yeah, well, they do actually. Well, not all of them do. Some of them like to be called uh, Amazons because it's you know they were great and powerful women. Point of course is that the Amazons weren't actually Greek, but um, yes. Next up, um, also about the, the Black Furies, we have uh, they are. Very, very, very much in a sort of of tribe, um, tribal uh, uh, feud with the Gedefenris, who tend to be extremely uh, misogynistic. Women, yeah, women, okay, women by and large don't rise to positions of great power within the Gedefenris. They can, but it is very rare. Those who do. Deserve it because oh, they have had every type of opposition. They will have had to fight for it every step of the way. Many, in many cases, very literally, physically and socially. Yes, that doesn't sound very Viking-like. No, it doesn't. No, that's that, because that's probably the neo-Nazi part. Maybe it is. Oh. But there is actually a faction within the Geta Fenris that are made up of the. Um, um, they call themselves the shield maidens of all things, but they are they are all female, obviously, and they are having some success in changing attitudes. Again, simply because there aren't enough werewolves around. Then there are the children. Then we have the children of Gaia, who are seen by most people as weaklings and who are really some of the most awesome werewolves out there. The children of Gaia are hippies... Uh, pot smoking, uh, uh, 68, generation of 68, um, uh, peaceniks who think everything is awesome and fantastic. Hey, peace, love, and happiness, dude. That sort of thing. They are also the greatest spreaders of hope, which means that, for example, vampires absolutely fucking hate them. Yes. Because, because vampires ruled their cities through fear and oppression. And then one Children of Gaia wanders in and creates like a... a, it's a, a drum hangout. circle. Yeah, creates a drum it's... circle and a hangout for, for abused children and teach them how to read and write and help them get through college. And suddenly the vampires are outed. 
it's 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 the equivalent of um, it makes me think of the Roman Empire and then the Christians would go around the criminal yes. world, the gladiator pens, wouldn't they? Yes, yes, exactly. Now, while the children of Gaia are usually looked on uh, primarily like they're judged by their peaceful mannerisms and their their diplomatic nature, and it's very true of them that the mindset is prevalent in the tribe. Yeah, they um, have the same they, amount of rage as every other werewolf. Exactly, they have the exact same amount of rage. They just they channel it to different places and in different ways. And make no mistake, a child of Gaia, a rune, will rip off your torso and beat your extended family to death with it. Yes. Um, it they just. <laughs> You probably apologize to the survivors afterwards and then stomp on them. Yeah, you yeah. can just imagine. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So yes, that's the children of Gaia. They are they are uh, often seen as, as I said, peaceniks and therefore fairly useless in a fight. The children, uh, the, the Getafeners and the Black Furies absolutely despise them. They look down upon them, which is funny because the Black Furies tend to hand over all their male children to them. <laughs> Maybe that is why they don't like them. Maybe <laughs> yes. children. Yeah. The uh, the uh, get a the not, the um, child of Gaia quote from the old book is is yeah. actually perfect for them. It's of course I am children humans to respect nature instead of fear it. We destroy what we fear. That's why you kill humans, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> ow. <laughs> nice. Then we come upon the Shadow Lords. Oh God. Yes. Oh. The Shadow Lords are werewolves out of Transylvania and the Balkans in general. And you think, well, quite frankly, they had to out Dracula Dracula to survive. Which means that if you think of your archetypical big dastardly twirling his mustache, he's probably a Shadow Lord. These guys are backstabbers. They are widely... Uh, distrusted. I think nobody except Shadow Lords trust Shadow Lords. Shadow Lords don't trust Shadow Lords. They know better. <laughs> true. <laughs> That's true. Nobody trusts a Shadow Lord, and if you do, you're asking for it. Uh, they are. They are. They are untrustworthy. They do lie if they have to. They do run away from from uh, from agreements if it will benefit them in the end you you if you can actually get them to swear on something they will hold to it but it's bloody difficult to get them to do that um they have a, an absolute superiority complex they think that they are better than everyone else they aren't but they really believe that they are um they are powerful warriors. I will grant them that. They are strong warriors, but they they're are very good at most things they do. They are pretty damn good. They're not the best at anything, but they're good at everything they do. Yes. Um, they do. They do manage to accrue quite a lot of mortal power, as in you know the, the human world. They're good at that. Yeah. Because they are very good at, at manipulating people. Uh, which is widely seen as uh, as dishonorable by many other werewolves anyway. But yes, last but not least, Glasswalkers. Glasswalkers, as the name kind of suggests, are the most technologically advanced uh, werewolf tribe out there. Most werewolves tend to distrust anything which is more uh, technologically advanced than rubbing two sticks together to get fire. Uh, Glasswalkers know what a computer is, and they will beat up the spirits inhabiting the computer until it stops giving giving them an error forty. Uh, yeah. uh, May I interrupt? Yes. Yeah. 
because I'm 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 I've been thinking about this. We are, for all intents and purposes, normal teenagers until this point, right? Yes. So we will know how to use a computer. Absolutely. I mean, yes. you say most werewolves isn't that, but we were still humans. On exactly. This you know how to use a, a computer. You know how to use a, uh, a cell phone, that sort of thing. Definitely no, no question about that. The thing is that the glasswalkers then build upon that and yeah. say, yeah. oh, it's not, it's, it's not just a computer. It is a thing with a, with a spirit living inside it, and I can talk to that spirit, and I can get it to do what the fuck I want. Yeah, Joan, mm. Joan used a bit of hyperbole for the sake of clarity. Yes. The thing that is, also most... means um, my character won't actually, actually start out as a raging feminine Nazi, <laughs> unless I want her to. The no, thing but is... you would have, if, you, if you are a Black Fury, you would have been raised by your mother to know that men are inferior. What if my mother died of cancer? Then probably by your kinfolk. Yes, then the, then, then the remainder of your family who are aware of your werewolf nature will have raised you in the same spirit. Because well, uh, I didn't actually plan on having known anything about werewolf society before this. Then, you, yeah, what, then that, that could be fixed. Like I have a uh, very important question, and that is what exactly are our connection to this whole werewolf thing? That your is... Sorry, your joke, go on. Your, your families will have... A, uh, it's genetic. Where, being a werewolf is a genetic thing, which means that it runs in families. It is possible that one of your fa- one of your parents is a werewolf who married a human or mated with a human even, or with a wolf for that matter, and then the the offspring has a small chance of actually being a werewolf themselves. It could also be that your family is what's known as kinfolk. They have the werewolf gene, but it's latent and hasn't actually blossomed into, Rawr, I'm big and strong and furry. But they can still procreate, and their children could then also have the gene, and that gene could be active, and they yeah. could therefore be werewolves. Kinfo can also be like families who through generation and generation have been like trusted yeah. companions of the... It's it's. I imagine for you, Haley, it would be kind of like, how a, a noble family in feudal Japan could have a, another family serving them for generations and generations, just being like raising generation after generation of servants to this noble yep. lineage. Yes. That I is also be, kinfolk. In, in a Western sense, it would be a matter of, for example, someone like me, I can't have children of my own. Uh, therefore, whatever children my friends have, I tend to be the the uh, crazy aunt who gives them goodies and spoils them rotten and then sends them <laughs> home and they start misbehaving. I'd be kinfo. Uh, to address, to quickly address your point, Rasmus, is like you wanted this and and that for your character. Everything can be arranged in storyteller. It's like everything everything can be arranged. Uh, it however, is. Um, it is. If you, sorry. If if you play a Black Fury and you end up being moderate towards men, you will be ostracized by the tribe. That, right. is, that is, of course, a thing you could want for your character. That there... is possible, but they would then bar you from getting <clears throat> access to uh, to tribal gifts. Okay. Unless so you can, can sneak it out of a spirit. <laughs> if you can be really deceptive. Could it, could it be said to be equally likely that we uh, do... Or do not um, have knowledge of wells. Yes, that's probably equally likely. Yes, because a lot of kinfolk families have been kinfolk for six generations without a werewolf being there, so they don't actually remember that this is the case anymore. They've they've forgotten about it. The family has forgotten all about it. They might um, have been told like, "Oh no, this is your great great cousin Milfred. 
You you need to take care of Milfred. I have no clue why the fuck I would take care of Milfred. Guy's an asshole, right? But exactly. then eventually the change hits and suddenly it's shit's getting real. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. So it's it's not quite often when you have your first change, as it's called, you have no idea previously that that this is going to happen. And very very often your family will have no idea that it's about to happen. It is up to the individual, uh, each of you, to decide whether your family would know or not know. If you are, in fact, the child of a werewolf, then the list of werewolves that are present in Dublin is in the fluff file as well. Yep. Okay. Hmm. Right, so glass walkers. Um, yes. Some of you might have asked yourself, why do they get to interact with technology? The quick answer, all- the quick answer that will not go too far into details because we need to pick tribes, um, is that other werewolves take their powers from Mother Gaia and yes. her spirits, yes. but Glasswalkers take their powers from the control spirit called the Weaver. Yes. And therefore they can interact with stuff that is more modern, because the Weaver is all about what is modern. Yes, and however, this also means that, obviously, that, that they are slightly distrusted by other werewolves. Yeah. But most other werewolves these days will acknowledge that, yeah, all right, we might not understand them, but they're really useful. <laughs> yeah, like the Glasswalker philosophy is, you know, entrapping Gaia in concrete is like just giving her armor, right? Yes. <laughs> not all werewolves sympathize with that uh, statement. No, no, no. Uh, I'm going to find there, there's a, a classic picture of a, of a, of a glasswalker I always liked. Is that the one uh, where she's shearing her legs? No, it's the one where she's, uh, where, where you have this werewolf standing looking out a, a window in a corporate building with his back turned to, a, to a crushed computer. Ah, yeah. Looking <laughs> over, looking over his shoulder with an angry glare at this computer's like, you didn't do as I want. <laughs> I can't find that picture, unfortunately, but yes. All right. So those are the tribes. As I said, I I think I would like to play a Shadow Lord. Um, yes. For for several reasons. The uh, main reason is that 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 seems like the the perfectest class for uh, the perfectest tribe for me to start shit. Okay. So we have a glass walker, we have a black fury, we have a uh, Shadow Lord. What about the rest of you? I'm thinking maybe Children of Gaia. Oh. I don't think Joan objects to duplicate tribes. No, I don't. No, but she wants a Fina. Uh, she wants I, a Fina. I, we need a Fina, and I would desperately like someone to pick a Geta Fenris. Oh, that it? would be Heine. Joan, I can play a Geta Fenris. Yeah, you would, you <laughs> You just have to give a little, Joan. Just, just, just a little. Oh, I hate no. you guys. No. Um, okay, let's see. If I play, what was the other one? What do you have in mind? I originally wanted to, yes, I wanted to be a child of Gaia because I couldn't, because I'm desperate to play a Welshman, even though, and obviously being Fina, I'd have to be Irish or at least have Irish descent. Uh, you can, you can be a a, a, a Fina who, who's not of, not of Irish descent, but they might be if you go back. Two millennia. <laughs> the Fina are very strong in all of the uh, in all of the British Isles. They are strongest in Ireland, but they're strong in all of the British Isles. I would also have to change my uh, auspice. To yeah. That. So you he can't be a Gaiard. I'm not a Gaiard with a Fina. 
because uh, then I'd have to that would be again that's the leader archetype and quite frankly I don't really want to end up stuck in that position um, I, and I can't be a can't be a get a Fenris Skyard either so Oh Norris Silverfang Children of Gaia Shadow Lord or well Glasswalker we already have one of um hmm um Hila, how 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 much are you prepared to give on being uh, Children of Gaia Hila, do you have it? I mean, hmm? I uh, come I'm join not... me as a uh, misandrist. I'm no, no, I will not be. Uh... I am not going to be Tumblr for this entire thing. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. I mean, I I had the thought for a second, hey, and then I thought, nope, way too long to play. To, yeah. to give my... I'm going to end up with a headache if I have to play that out for so long. Yeah. Well, you have some other choices, obviously. Yeah. Um... If, if 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 pressed, if Hella is resolute, I will perhaps consider changing to. Uh, to a. Well, you you Hella, you could do a Fina Ragabash. Yeah, I could. Um, I, I'm thinking. Well, it has to be either Fina get a Fenris or Children of Gaia, and it's obviously going to be a, a can, uh, well, p- quite probably going to be a quite different character depending on which one I take. Yeah, uh, the Ragabash is the Get of Fenris. Uh, Ragabashes, I think, are fun primarily because they, um, quite frankly, the, the pranks they play tend to be pretty brutal. <laughs> Yeah, I, when I, as a as a throw out, I, when I think it hurts. Yeah, I think. Hey, of, I think, what is that? Ah, back off, back off! I um. Chris. Yeah, sorry. I think of I think of children. I think of get a Fenris Ragabash as as we mentioned before, like Loki. If, yes. Uh, if, and I think of I think children of Gaia Ragabash. I think blessed are the cheese makers rather than blessed are the peacemakers. <laughs> Pretty much. Peacemakers. <laughs> Pretty much. Um. I could, for example, see the. Uh, um, this is merely a suggestion, but I could see a Fina Arun uh, with uh, with Heine, a Geta Fenris Ragabash, and the Children of Gaia Gayard. Children of Gayard. Ah, <laughs> but that's just a suggestion. Does this sound like a reasonable compromise, or does? I'm not really fond of the the Fina. Okay. To okay. Be Okay. But if 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 it's... it should be something you want to play, so don't worry about it. We'll figure something else out. Well, well you know what he wants to play, Joan. You, we can have duplicate tribes. We could be two Shadow Lord Aruns. That's yeah. going to stir the hornet's nest a I fucking would, I lot. I would be very unhappy if we had two identical oh, compositions. Damn it. Mm. Maybe I'll just be twins again, and everything will go to shit. Nah, I'm I'm th- I'm thinking I'm thinking we would hate each other more than any other characters. <laughs> we both were Ar- Shadow Lord Aruns. Heine, you can come be a uh, bitch with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What do you? Um, what are I we? Just, no, you know what? I'll take the. It's a very fitting term when we're talking werewolves. Yes, yeah. it is, actually. I'll I'll take the the Fina Arun. Come be my I, bitch. I, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> if you don't I, want I, Fina, I, would, I can take it. I would prefer but, people to play something they actually want. Let's see. Well, well, the the thing is, the two the the, the, the two other traps I I. I 
I would prefer to play are either the Shadow Lords or the Geta Fenris. Uh, I'll let you play that fucking Geta Fenris. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm going to hate you so much, I know. It, it is know. actually perfect. <laughs> Good. Damn okay, it. thank you, Joe. Thank you. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> no, it's a great idea. I, I, I stand behind that idea completely. So, what about you, Hitler? Which voice tribe did you go God. for? Oh, that kind of leaves me with Fina, doesn't it? it um, well, it's... If she again, really wants it. it. I, would have li- I, I would have kind of liked to be a um, Ragabash, get a Fenris, and, uh, I, I have no a, a, and then uh, just ragging on the Finas. You know what? Do that. And I'll wo- void the we need one Fina thing. Do that. I'll void that. It will make for very... It'll make for a slightly different uh, flair to the to the uh, to the whole thing, but it, I am. It probably just that. means like we'll have we'll probably have to contend with certain members of the sept not trusting us because yeah. there are no fina among them. How exactly. can they possibly accomplish anything? And then we'll have to disprove that, right? Yes. And exactly if we right. die, then maybe there is a fina among the other cups they got in. So we have two Geta Fenris Oh my god, and one is a Ragavash and one is an Arun That is... John? Holy shit, yes <laughs> If you are still not too keen on giving up on the Fina I can play one It would not be a problem Are you sure? I mean, yeah, would... I think I would have a, a really hard time adapting to the feminism. To be honest, yeah, I would, they, they really uh... are uncompromising in their loathing of men uh, I'll change her hair color back to red, hey. and then I'll be a, f- a Fina. Yes, thank you very much. I'll be a Fina Tre. Yes. Du Fina That is very, very good. Oh my god, this is going to be the most amazingly fun group ever. But I still insist on having no clue what werewolves are. That's fine. Asmus, I, uh, huh? think, you sh- I, I think you should totally name your character after, um, what's it called... Fina? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. tempted. Uh, she already has a name, but <sighs> yeah, oh, I could well, also, call, I could also call her Tara. They have a uh, name, and then they get a pet name. They well, a, a, a set name actually, not so much a pet name. They get a, they they earn their spirit name as part of um, as part of their rite of passage, which is coming later. <clears throat> yes. Anyway, back to the character generation thing. So, what do we have? We have two Gatafenris. Yep. We have a Glasswalker. Yep. We have a Fina. Yep. And you have a Shadow Oops. Lord. And, and we have, have a Shadow Lord. And you have a Children of Gaia. We have six a well, Child of Gaia, I guess. Oh, yeah, Child of Gaia. Six people. Wow. I, um, I'm sorry that I won't be hating you quite as much, Heine, but I'll probably still not like you. Uh, trust me, the Fina and the Gatafenris... Don't mix. Yes. Uh, At all. Speaking of which, considering just how batshit insane difficult this is meant to be anyway, Joan, I'm not entirely certain you need to up the difficulty because there's more of us. Right, 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 right. Ah, you evil bitch. Okay. Yes. Well, if um, remember that when, if you look at the the file called Werewolf Fluff, uh, there will be quite a lot of description of the different tribes, including the ones that are already in Dublin from the different uh, tribes and auspices. Mm-hmm. Remember that that file is written by one of the local Fina. 
that, uh, that explains a lot about the attitude. In the fluff thingies, it yeah. doesn't really say what they think about glass walkers. No, it doesn't, uh, because there aren't any in the t in the city when they begin. So they will be like, oh, 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 okay. Hello, what are you? Whoa! You've <laughs> guys around for years, sort of thing. So that, there isn't anyone there that they can really build an opinion on. But what are you? I have no idea. <laughs> so, Yuan? Yep. I have a question because I haven't read the intro files, and if I start reading them now, I'm not going to hear anything that's being explained to us. True. So yeah. I'm going to ask. Yes. Um, what? What is your intention in regards to the spirit of the game? Uh, like, that's the right term mood. for a wolf game, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> the mood of the game is going to be very, very heavy on... on um, well, first and foremost, it's going to be enormously uh, role-playing heavy, less, uh, less uh, dice rolling and much more character-driven. And very region-locked. Yes, it's very, very region-locked. It's set in Dublin and uh, the surrounding area out to about 40 kilometers outside of um, of uh, um, Dublin, where there is an area called Tara, which is the old, ancient, in fact, uh, seat of Irish high kings, where there is another sept located, but you will see that when you read the, the story. But that is the area in which the game takes place. Slight problem. Yes? Uh, for some reason, my character... Um, sheet thing has my name, not my character's name, popping up. You can fix that manually, I believe. Yes. I don't know how. Uh, I'll, I'll save it for later. Edit and then you fix it. Yes. All right, okay. Fair enough. Also, um, it it is also it depends game... on which name you've put under player name. That's what it names the character sheet. Yes. It also, Hele, um, it also means that this is going to be a. Um, it's there will of course be combat your werewolves and your huge fur clad killing machines when you decide to be and werewolves are unbelievably dangerous in 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 physical combat but they are uh, but it's not going to be a primary thing it is going to be about the social interactions in the sept between the pack that you guys make up and the rest of the world around you including very heavily other supernatural creatures. At the end of the day, we're here to destroy uh, Big Oil. We're yes. here to destroy Big Brother, the man, all the big nasty companies shitting on Mother Earth. Yes. But we also have to play it kind of cautiously because there's not a lot of us. Exactly. We would love to go out there and just rip them all to shreds, but they have silver bullets. Yeah. We will every now and again, especially if we feel like we're being shit on by the other were werewolves. You know, we have to prove ourselves, right? Exactly. Yeah. Be a teenager with the power of a god and then be told, you know, you get recognition by beating up these guys that you can't, that you probably shouldn't beat up, but, you know, maybe you should, should, yeah. I just, I just realized something. Yeah. yeah, we've got three. All three of us have all got B surnames. We're going to be quite. Um, well, this, it could lead to some very interesting sort of silly banter between us. Yeah. Hey, Joan, I uh, I want you to do something for me. Uh, just just quickly. Yes. I want you to click my character sheet, and I want you to look at the concepts, and I want you to 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 you know make a sound or say some words and, and tell me you know if this sounds like something you could see in your campaign. What? 
which one of your is your character? That is uh, Aaron Blackwell. Aaron Blackwell. <laughs> um, all right. That yeah. is, of course, the what he has been raised like the the um, oh, that is so the subtext of of how he's been raised. So he thinks that of himself. Yeah, he no, he he the impression. Yeah, basically, his his parents is, have always given him that impression, right? Even is, when he's doing his best. That is a very good concept for Shadow Lord. I really like that. What? Excellent choice. Anyway, I think it's secret-ish. I yes, don't know. Yeah. yes, it, it it would ruin it if you guys knew. But I definitely, Daniel, that's more than all right with me. I think it's it's brilliant, especially because that does give him the the urge to excel and be really shadow lordy. But it also opens up the possibility that if somebody gets under his skin, they might find out a little bit more. Just very interesting. I like that. So good so. time for stats. Time for stats. Right. There are some things we can deal with immediately based yes. on our auspice, our breed, and our tribe. Exactly. So we start with the breed. And if you look at your character sheets, um, the one saying one saying all, and you scroll down towards, not all the way down, but almost, you will find something right above the pictures. You will find something called rage, gnosis, and willpower. Uh, yes. Yep. Uh, yes, rage is determined by your auspice. So, we, what did you say, AJ? I'm raging over Firefox because that keeps fucking up. Oh, that's why I'm using Chrome. <coughs> um. <laughs> I will not touch that shit because it keeps making my PCs crash. Ah, okay, fair enough. Mm. Right, so uh, our breed determines our starting gnosis. Well, let, yeah. Uh, however, the the, uh, the the top stat uh, on the character sheet is rage. So let's start with that. Um, right. Rage is determined by the your moon. by your. Hello, Joan. You you you. Um... Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, you're there. It is determined by your auspice, by your moon face, and basically, this is a very simple thing. A ragabash has one point of starting rage. A Thurge has two, a Philodox has three, a Gaillard has four, and a Rune has five. You can buy more when we get further along in in the um, yeah in the process. That's a Mine lot of anger. Two. That yes. is an absurd amount of anger. Again, remember, no human being, no matter how enraged or angry, has ever even reached one in rage. I shall take my inspiration from Astra's Wrath to get an idea of the kind of rage we're going for. It yeah. is, but remember yeah. that you don't necessarily have to scream at the top of your lungs all the time. No. Rage burns in many different hues for oh, yeah. werewolves. Oh, yeah. But it's but it, there. It, it's, it's definitely there. Um, so... Then we go to Gnosis. This is your spirit energy. As I said, this is this is how easily uh, you will interact with uh, the spirit world. It is also that and willpower, but mostly Gnosis is the supernatural energy you use to power some of your gifts. And it is also determining for how easy it is for you to actually enter, physically enter the spirit world. Yeah. If you are a Homet, you start with one. If you're a Matis, you start with three. And if you're a Lupus, you start with five. So what I miss? 
what? Uh, yeah, did you? Were you here for rage? We talked about rage. No. Okay, you're, you're in, in the room, room, so you have five points of rage to start Damn. with, and you can buy more of them, as I said, with with um, with uh, 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 points later on. However, there are downsides to having too much rage. The more rage you have, the harder it is for you to avoid frenzying, and frenzying. Yeah, that means you turn into an armor-plated, nine-foot-tall killing machine that rips everything to pieces around you, including innocent bystanders. Yeah, it it can gain you a lot of renown and make you known as a great warrior. It can also cause a shit ton of personal trauma. Yes. Um, and, and have so, we gone over what, how rage... No, rage, no. That's rage is, is uh, basically what you use it for is primarily to get extra actions in in a turn yeah every point of rage you spend gives you one extra action that turn you get rage back by being pissed off which means that for most werewolves it is stupidly easy to get rage back Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially especially in a fight oh you hit me i am now angry (laughs) yeah oh i missed you ah that sort of thing. <laughs> um, for you guys looking at your character sheets right now, um, you will notice there are two rows of dots. Um, yes. The top one is how much is your rage, how much is your gnosis, how much is your willpower. The one below is your temporary rage, gnosis, and willpower. So yeah. That is not the same. You should have as much temporary as you have permanent, but when you spend... For example, rage, you don't lose your permanent rage, you lose temporary rage. Exactly. So you, it's just, you know, the top one is how much can I have at maximum? The bottom one is how much do I have now? Yeah. Cool. Gnosis is the next one and is determined by your birth uh, form, your, your, your breed. And since you, I think you were all homed. Yeah. Yep. That means you start with one in Gnosis. Oh, no, Lucas. Um, one in Gnosis means you have a, difficult time. First and foremost, as I said, it's used to also power such things as, as various gifts. It's also what determines how easy it is for you to interact with spirits and the spirit world, and how easy it is to physically enter the spirit world, which is something werewolves can also do. Yeah. Which is really, really cool, but not something you will do the first few sessions. Um, I'm also... Final... Uh, sorry, I just I quickly remembered something. Yeah, sure, sure. I seem to recall Rage is also... Rage is the stat we use for shapeshifting, right? If we want to, uh, yes, we can yes. shapeshift with skills, but if yes. we don't have the skills for it, we can shift with rage. Yes, you can burn a point of rage and instantly shift to the, to the, uh, um, any form. To the form you want to go to. Otherwise, you have to shift through your forms using a specific skiff, uh, specific, uh, skill, which we will get to later. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, we did not have a Black Fury, as I recall. Nope. We did not have a Bone Norm. Nope. We do have a Children of Gaia. Yeah. Yes. You have an you have an initial willpower of four. Oh, lovely. Which is very high for a starting willpower. Yeah. Yeah. I it must is... say, by the way, I love the the artwork in this book has actually been colored in. That's I, very nice. Very very nice. Next, we have we had Athena. You start out with three willpower. And then we have the Geta Fenris. Yeah. Ermagerd. No, they start with three. Oh, okay. Um, what, what was the gnosis for Hamid? Was that just one? Okay. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah, I was checking. 
Um, should we set the temporary in those to our max as well? Uh, yes, you will start out being maxed out. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, you have. If you have, uh, I can't. I don't. Joan, could you remind me if I have? I don't remember how temporary uh, points work. Is it if I have, if I have five rage, which I do, do I then have ten temporary rage that I burn through before I burn the permanent rage, or do oh, I have five temporary rage? You have five temporary. You have the same amount. Cool. Thank you. I yeah. forgot that. Yep. No worries. Um, you have. Uh, we have a, a glass walker as well. You also start with three willpower. Okay. And we have Shadow Lords who start with three. Oh. Is the most, it is the most common. Yeah. Uh, hu- normal human sheeple have two to three willpower. Yeah. Silent Striders, Silver Fangs, yeah. Stargazers, Wendigo, Uxena. No. None of those are, none of I those think are I just available. I took a very bad word. Yes, Wendigo. They're actually a uh. tribe, of, tribe of Native American. Uh, um, uh, uh, guru, or, yeah. well, so bad. little brother or big brother? They're little. They, uh, Wendigo is little brother. Okay, and then Uctana is big brother, uh, and, mid- and middle yes. brother died. Yes, middle brother died. So why 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 is Wendigo bad words, Hella? Because bad. In in Pathfinder, we Wendigo is an insanely insanely dangerous creature. Right, yeah, okay. we lost two party members to that thing. And yeah. A very drawn out issue. Yeah. All right. It was a we beat that thing on the third try after running away twice. Okay, okay guys. Next, we pick attributes. <laughs> Wonderful. Attributes. So if you move up to the attributes part of the character sheet, you have physical, mm-hmm. social, and mental. And you have to pick which one is your primary, secondary, and tertiary um, uh, attribute. Yeah. Which means that you have you all you always attributes you always have one. You, you that's your starting. So that's why there's already a dot in them. Hmm. And then you have seven, five, and three points to distribute, respectively. This is why I am allowing you to have one attribute of four, because it can't be avoided because of the seven. Those of you looking at this character sheet right now and seeing ten dots, by, oh, what, nine dots, whatever. Yeah. Uh, for, for you people also, note that having three dots doesn't mean you suck. Um, nope. Because th- this goes up to nine because we're werewolves. Yes. Humans have an average in attributes of two. And that are is capped at average. five. Yes, humans are capped at five, and one in a million humans will have five strength. Yeah. Also, uh, when we go into our big, stonking, ugly, killy werewolf form, the war form, the Krynos form, I think it's called, yes, when, when, when we do that, we gain plus four strength. For those of you thinking this over right now and not sure what I'm getting at, the weakest werewolf who ever lived has one strength, and when he goes into war form, he has five strength. Meaning the weakest werewolf ever is as strong as the strongest human ever. Yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> this is why werewolves kick ass in in combat. So. Yes. As a third. Yes. You are probably not the most physical person in the world. No, not normally. No. Would it be mental? Or would it be social to speak with spirits? Mm. Yeah, go on, John. I would say that 
either of those two is good, but I would, if I was a third, I would set social as the highest. Uh, I would, uh, and then I would say um, either mental or physical can be secondary. Depends on your play style. Yeah. Uh, the reason for this is that social interactions obviously happens through social. For a philodox, for example, mental should normally be front and center. There is a an argument to be made to your question, AJ, Aww. that it depends on your approach to dealing with spirits. Yes. For example, certain thirds prefer to be not not to engage the spirits in in conversation as much. But for example, there is a long and proud tradition of riddle making with spirits to get them yes. to do what you want. Yes. And in that case, you would interact with wits. Yes. Um, so it it kind of depends on not only where you see your character being in terms of what how do you excel at what you're doing, but also like. Is your character a gifted kid in school, or is he not a gifted kid, but perhaps he's a, a leader of the debate club, or does he yeah, play yeah. soccer a lot, right? So yep, you can exactly. shift it around like that. Yes. I agree um, with that. Okay, Joan? Yes? So you said for a philodox, mental would be the most important? Yes. Why is that? Because they have to be the ones who can cut through uh, you know any problem see the reasoning behind it you have to be able to think up a a, a good solution to a, a conflict before people rip each other's throats out um, philodoxes are generally seen as the most intelligent werewolves you uh... I, because I, as I you do as you know I've already made most of the character and mental stats are my tertiary stats. That would make her a poor philodox. Here's what I would suggest. It's not impossible, but it makes her a poor, poor philodox. If I may give some unsolicited advice, Rasmus, if you want to be good at philodoxing, <laughs> yes. um, I would suggest having a decent perception and a decent wits. Yes. Um, to to catch the the root of the problem and to make your arg and to be able to 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 outsmart people in the argument and yes. then have a decent charisma for when that doesn't work. Yes. Okay, because uh, social I have as my uh, primary and then yeah. physical as my secondary. Currently. Yeah. I will mull it over. Remember, here's the thing. What I would suggest you do is that you you um, make social your tertiary, make mental your primary, physical secondary, social tertiary, and then you spend some of your freebie points later on on maybe buying one of your social stats up an extra point. Mm, couldn't I just use freebie points to buy my mental stats up? You could, but you would need to buy more than one of them up. You'd need both intelligence and uh, perception to be fairly good. And attributes, buying attributes up is extremely expensive in, in freebie points. That is true. I'll, As I said, I'll mull it over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what, what would you say is important for a ragabash... That depends wits, on wits, how you ragabash. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking definitely mental first, and then I'm not sure whether social or physical would be second. I would, I would say mental first, physical second, and make sure your dex is good. Yeah, yeah because I, I was thinking I probably want a high dex, because then I can run away when I... Run away and you can dodge. <laughs> yeah, when I inevitably overstep. No. Exactly. Fucking thing. What's, what's it doing? That's that is I what I would suggest. Dots, but I cannot remove them. Yes, you can. You uh, you when you remove dots, you just click the dot before that. So if you want ah. to have one charisma, just uh, back back to one charisma, just click one. Yeah. 
So um, how, how many does do you have then each? Is it 579 or? 753. Uh, 753. Seven, and five, then. 753. Okay. Yes. 753. It's just I thought I heard someone say something about nine at some point. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's it's for abilities. One. That's abilities. Uh, okay. uh, uh, yeah, go on, Chris. Any advice for a Gaillard? Social? Social. Primary social. Primary social, secondary... Physical. Physical, yeah. Okay. Because they are warriors as well. A rune, obviously, physical first. Perfect. And yes, you can always argue why you would have an rune with a mental being primary. You can always do that. I'm beating you up in conversation, yo. I'm slapping you down with my your mama jokes. Well... To be perfectly fair, an Arun doesn't choose to be born under a full moon. He could have been everything until he becomes. Yes, a it's true. It is simply a matter of of the. the they they are stereotyped. They, they are stereotyped, but there is also an an argument to be made here, saying that yes, you could have been born under the full moon and then be very interested in Shakespeare and debate clubs and whatever. Yes, certainly. But the moon influences you subtly even before you have your first change. So your interests normally, not always, but normally run within certain areas. So that, for example, someone who's, who's born under a full moon to be, uh, to become an Arun eventually and, and, uh, go out and beat people up would normally, as a child, have an, a, a vivid interest in, in sports, probably very physical sports, for example. You can make a, a narrative argument that you have the rage is slowly building yeah. and you kind of work it out when you're a kid by being very physical. Yes. And maybe there are runes out there who are primarily mental and who haven't worked it out physically. And those kids probably turn into sociopathic psychos who cut people up with hacksaws. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yes. So that was it. I'm just going to copy and paste this lovely image to the chat, to the uh, Roll20 chat. This little search is a mental search. There you go. Let's have a look at that. Because it's weird being a social search and being the lowest South thing. Park guy to werewolves. <sighs> <laughs> Black spiral dancer guy's perfect. What? <laughs> Uh, werewolf and Apocalypse according to South Park, basically. Or the tribes according to South Park. Perfect. Yeah, the Black Spiral Dancer is great. I like the fact that you actually picked an Irish name for her. Yeah. yeah I like that. Alright, so I think next... Uh, does everyone have their uh, their attributes placed? Yep. Yeah, yes. I have uh, redistributed mine. So now mental stats are my secondary. Yes. Okay. okay. Then, so, it, it's funny actually that you mentioned that the Aruns would, would typically tend to be to excel in sports because that's pretty much my concept <laughs> fair enough well her name would be uh, Shiva O'Brien then with that name wouldn't it uh, according to behind the name it's Shiva O'Brien but... O'Brien yeah but that's pretty much the same name really O'Brien and O'Brien is the same it's dialect it's the, sa- it's the same root yeah, uh, she will insist on being called Obreen. Yeah, that's fair enough. But no, that's not my name. Call me by my name. Oh my god. They would just start bull- bull- like that. bullying you with calling you O'Brien or dyeing your hair green and calling you O'Green. What are we on to now? We are on to abilities. Uh, abilities, yes. And there you have 13, 9, and 5. 
to, uh, to distribute. No ability can be higher than three points to begin with. Yeah. Uh, These can be increased with freebies. Uh, yes. But as I've said, I would not like to see children at the age of 15 have abilities above three, even after we've distributed. So... Even after three minutes, okay. I don't know. Yes? Yeah? There is something called Primal Urge. Yeah, that's yes, exactly that what we mentioned earlier. Primal Urge is the ability you use with which to change shape. You use to change forms. You roll uh, Stamina plus Primal Urge against a difficulty determined by the form you want to change into. So, for example, let's say you are in human form. You want to change to your war form, which is Krenos, and you have to go from Homet to the shape called Glabro, which is a big, big, shaggy, hairy human, stronger and so on, and then on to Krenos. Then you first roll one roll to go to Glabro, which is difficulty seven, and then you roll another roll to go to, dif uh, which is difficulty six, to go to Krenos. Unless you just spend a rage point and then go directly there. It is also a stat which is often used to determine how much in touch with the beast inside you you are. How 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 good are you at controlling your animal? Okay. So, Joan, uh, the the skill drive is that driving a car? Yes. Well, drive or a motorcycle, a motor vehicle. Okay. Okay. Motor vehicle. Okay. I guess so. we can't really have that. Well, we can. Yeah, because breaking the law, breaking the law. Also, you could have been mostly trained on some other sort of motorized vehicle. Like if your dad usually took your go-karting in the weekends. Or For something. example. Or oh my god, you could, have, you could be from the country and have learned to drive a tractor. Yeah, you know what? Or, that's totally legal. Joan, yeah, do you want biking. to? Uh, do you want to like do quickly go through every stat, uh, every ability, like just? Quickly gloss over them, moving uh, down. Uh, well, alertness obviously is is pretty uh, self-explanatory. How alert are you? How yeah. it, it's it's the equivalent of perception in Pathfinder. Obviously, athletics is what you use for any athletic uh, exertion. It's also what you use to dodge an attack. Be aware, you can't dodge bullets. Um, brawl is what you use for unarmed combat. In the case of werewolves, this includes claws. Um, empathy, also fairly self-explanatory. Expression is how well-spoken you are specifically. And it's not about how good you are, for example, singing. That is performance and that's under skills. Expression is getting your point across. Yes. Intimidation, self-explanatory. Leadership should also be reasonably self-explanatory. How, how good of a, how, how, how good are your leadership qualities? Primal could we, could you uh, come up off the top of your head with an example of when you would ask a player to roll leadership? Uh, it could be in order, for example, you have a bunch of panicking humans and you want them to stop panicking and stop running away and creating a crowd disaster. You would roll leadership in order to stop them because how good is your force of personality, so to say? That's what I would do. Okay. Um, primal urge explains streetwise is yeah well how good are you on the streets how much how good are you at, at, at interacting with you know basically with people on the streets such as for example homeless people beggars how good are you at knowing a guy <laughs> how good are you at knowing the, the, the place you live in 
in this case, how good are you at knowing Dublin? If you would play, if any of you had been a a, 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 a bone nor, that would have been high. Uh, subterfuge is also, I think, mostly self-explanatory. How good are you? This is your bluff. This is bluff from Pathfinder. Yes, mm. it's it's bluff, and it's it, it extends much in the same way as other uh, abilities does. It it extends to like not just lying, but it's. Like man- the manipulation ability, where manipul- there is a manipulation stat to go along. Usually yes. you would roll, you can either roll charisma or manipulation and then subterfuge. I guess yes. you mean like misleading. Yeah, it can also be to, um, seduction can be done with subterfuge. Yes, it okay. can. That would be, uh, charisma or manipulation plus subterfuge. Yeah. Possessed uh, by lawyers, con artists, vampires. Yes. By the way, just uh, because uh, no one mentioned yep. Children of Gaia with Streetwise, I would have taken, sorry, not Children of Gaia, and Mo- Bone Norris, I would have taken those in a heartbeat if they had been allowed for Dragon Bash. I'll have yeah. to be, I'll be right back, but just go on. Yep. Animal Ken is the next one. Animal Ken is simple. Uh, it is a matter of supernatural creatures usually scare animals. If you're a vampire, for example, and you don't have animal kin, every animal you ever meet will run away from you in panic. Uh, there's actually uh, a feat there's a, there's a feat, yeah. that makes you inoffensive to animals. Exactly, but if you if have animal kin, you can maybe get some of the bravest to come yes, to you, but, but that's for, you don't have inoffensive that's, animals. That start. was just an example for vampires. Yeah. This is different for werewolves. Werewolves aren't, in, are, aren't offensive to animals, but they are primary um, primary predators. They are the, the absolute top of the food chain. Which top means dog. That, Yeah, literally. Most animals that come across a werewolf will be scared shitless. Because even if you're in helmet form, you reek of wolf to them. So most animals will be afraid of werewolves um, for for a different reason than than uh, than um, uh, what are they called uh, than we- vampires? Well, most dogs and obviously wolves won't be afraid of, of werewolves. Uh, animal ken will allow you to interact with animals uh, more easily. Craft, yeah, well, crafting something, blacksmithing or cross stitch embroidery would be craft. Drive, as I said, is a motor vehicle uh, skill. Etiquette, yes. How well behaved are you? That could be, you know, normally that is an RP thing, but there could be certain situations where you as a person, real life, might not know what is the correct way of interacting with these people, and then you could roll etiquette for that. Firearms, of course, is how good are you at hitting someone with a gun? Um, It is uh, only for actual guns. It's not, for example, for bow use with bow and arrow. That is a secondary ability that you can take, uh, but that's a whole another kettle of fish. Would you it's argue a- firearms could be applicable to crossbows? Uh, no, because the recoil is different. Okay. Um, so, uh, firearms is only for actual guns. Uh, larceny is new. Larceny is new, indeed. Larceny is petty what? crime. How good are you at picking someone's pocket, for example? Or how good are you at breaking into a car and stealing their stereo without being noticed? That sort of thing. It's, yeah, petty crime. Melee is self-explanatory. This is armed close combat, obviously. 
again, if you're a werewolf and you have claws, you use brawl, not melee. Ritual For- fights to the death are sometimes solved with werewolf daggers. Yes, and that would be melee. Performance, as I said before, is how good are you at singing or dancing or creating the next Mona Lisa or writing the next Lord of the Rings. So all things artistic. Stealth explains itself. Survival is pretty much the same as survival would be in Pathfinder, I believe. How good are you at staying alive and de- and not dehydrated in in the wilds? Academics. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, what was the difference between melee and brawl? Melee is armed combat. Oh, okay. You you would literally be holding a weapon in your hand. Okay. Okay. Um, Pick up a pipe wrench and swing it, it's suddenly no longer brawl. Exactly. Academics, if you go to knowledges, academics is, yes, what you're book learning. And I believe in this version of the game, academics also determines the amount of languages you have, although I might be mistaken. Could you quickly scroll down on the skills list and see what a three dot represents in the 20th anniversary edition? Uh, in academics? Yeah. I shall see if I can't locate that. Much appreciated. Uh, just give me a second here. Because... I think if I don't use the, uh, what's it called, the uh, indices here, I'm going to be doing this for a long time. Okay, 132. Let's take a look. Yes. And stealth, 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 survival, professional, academics. Here we go. Um, three dots in academics is you would you could get a paper published on your area of expertise. That's a master's degree. Cool. Uh, uh, academics uh, one or two dots is student and college level three three dots means you'd have the same knowledge of history for example as I do. so that's for progenies uh, in our case yeah some serious talking sweet talking as well because you're we start out with you being 15 years old yeah um yeah Let's see about languages again, because I just want to make sure that... Because, for example, in this in this setting, unless you... Um, unless you have more access to more than one language, you only speak English, and this means also that you don't speak Irish. Um, which is, after all, a language used extensively in Ireland. Which one was that? Irish. Uh, which um, knowledge? Yeah, she's looking into whether or not there is a language uh, um, knowledge okay. in this game, or if it's covered by academics. And it's not apparently covered by academics, uh, strangely enough. Um, brum, brum, brum. What else would it? You be? have to choose a specialty in academics, even when her character has less than four dots in the skill. So if you take academics, you must choose a specialty. Even if it's just one dot. Yes. Right, because I've put a dot in academics. Yes, but academics is also, this is the point is academics is higher learning. It's not being, it's not going to school. This is college level learning. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to quick gloss over the character sheet, see if I can find a, a good place to write specialties. Uh... And um, what then would, uh, have we found out what you would have to put uh, points into to get extra languages? I yeah, am looking I at that. I want to know Irish. Yeah, that would make sense. Is uh, it a P- it's a PDF you got, right, Joe? Yes, it is. Try and control F and just type language. I, 
I did. Okay. Languages. Um, well, that's a speech of the world gift, so that's not really the one. Um, but it anyway, would work. It would work, but because that would give you access to absolutely everyone there is. Anyway, I'm going to go on with the knowledge just to run through them. Computer is also self-explanatory. Enigmas is literally riddle-solving, and it is also partly what is used to interact with some spirits, like uh, Daniel mentioned, the idea of, of uh, playing riddles with, with a spirit to get it to do something for you is... Well, it's a time-honored tradition. Um, in, in its most basic form, it's a matter of, yes, I can solve a crossword puzzle or the Sudoku on difficult, this, on difficult setting. Uh, investigation, yes, also explains itself. Law explains itself. Medicine is not the ability to necessarily heal people because healing people requires access to m- medical facilities, but it does allow you to at least apply the correct treatment if you have access to the right uh, the right treatment facilities and the right medis- medicine, for example. In a right. situation where we were out in the wilderness and we were out there with a human friend yes. and he got, got shot by someone and the person yes. ran off, you would then ask us to roll a medicine check, right? Yes. Plus something to, yes. to do yeah. something about that out there. And I can see here that one dot uh, is, you know, CPR and handle first aid in, our, in your office. So That is exactly it. And it's also, um, it's also needed for at least one third gift, I know. There's a th- the, the healing third gift uses medicine as a stat. So. Yeah. Uh, and we move on to occult. Occult is... Knowledge of the occult? <laughs> it's hogwash. Basically, occult is knowing that a vampire can't cross running water and that uh, werewolves um, uh, are affected by holy water, for example, which is in both cases usually bullshit. It's it's knowing um, the stuff that that are common superstitions. I want. Need, I want need, to. Yeah, go on. You need to have a, a fair amount of cult before you actually get into the real shit. Yeah, I wanted to say that I I think it's also applied to it's applied when you want to know stuff that is also real, but most people who are most dreamers who have it know bullshit. But it it I believe it also represents like actual occult law, right? Like yeah. um Alistair Crowley stuff, yeah. which is very real in this world. Yes. Also, I have found out about um about uh, languages. Cool. It has been turned into a merit. For F- there is something called a language merit, which gives you an extra language. You can have it multiple times. Oh. There is also some, something called natural language, uh, linguist, which gives you uh, it's a two-point merit. And every time you then take the language merit, it gives you two languages instead of one. But it's under merit and flaws, and we'll get to that. And finally, we have rituals, which is, again, werewolves are spiritual creatures. They do various rituals, which can have actual magical effects or spiritual effects. They use it to invoke spirits, for example. They use it when they have a formal meeting, which is called a moot. You have various rituals that are performed in order to appease the spirits or because it's tradition or whatever. It's usually looked upon by uh by other werewolves as something positive they will they will give you uh, more of a you, you will ha- you will get a, a an acknowledging nod if you know a ritual or two 
not every werewolf does. I want to say, uh, in when I played werewolf before, you also used that for actually practicing the these small actual rituals that had a magical effect in the game. Do you still do yeah. that? Yeah, but that's what I said. They're, they they invoke they have actual magical effects. I, I actually started out by saying that. Ah, then I I, I must have misheard that. I apologize. Yeah, uh, science is well science. And technology is the use of um, anything that isn't a computer. Could you give examples of when you would ask a player to roll science or technology? Uh, yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, let me go here up and... Uh, there we go. Technology and science here. Science would be... Um, at its most basic, science involves developing hypotheses and testing them through scientific method. This knowledge covers the hard sciences and related fields from biology and chemistry to more abstract fields like mathematics. Um, you must always choose a specialty in science, even if you have less than four dots in the skill. This could be stuff like experiments, theory, chemistry, physics, biology, mathematics, or astronomy. Uh, and if you roll technology, the technology knowledge represents a character's broad aptitude with electronics, computer hardware, and anything that needs an understanding of modern electronics to work with. And mechanical devices fall under the craft skills. If, a, uh, if it has a processor, some transistors, or an integrated circuits, it's electronic rather than electrical. Manipulating it falls under technology. So basically, you can use a computer, which has already been built by someone by using the computer stat. If you want to actually put the computer together or fix it, if it's broken, then it's technology. Cool. And if you wanted to repair a car, it would be craft. Yes. And as a, and that's the uh, those are the um, those are the different attributes you have. Abilities. Uh, uh, Abilities. Sorry. Yes. You have. Uh, the number that we went through before to distribute, it looks like some of you have already done that. Yeah. Say again. Yep. It looks like you can't actually add skills, uh, abilities to this one. Uh, what do you mean you can't add? If, for example, Joan mentioned arch archery? Yeah. You can. There's an, uh, an advantages just down the page. Yeah. Where you can write in, in in other traits. There are a couple of blanks you can ah, write in. Thank you. I'll do that because I had um, something left over, and I thought, well, would archery be a, in the skill category? Um, uh, like, yes. It was in the old game. Yes, it say, is. When you say okay, stuff, so I'll add it there. Go on, Chris. When you say stuff left over. He has uh, some dots left over, I think. Right, because I've spent, as you said, was it thirteen nine seven? Yeah, that's thirteen nine five. I think nine five. Okay, uh, I need to remove some then. Okay, uh, I'll get rid of that one, and we'll get rid of because I've been I initially I had made this character pretty much, but since I've changed so much, I've changed a lot of things. Mm. Okay, that's absolutely fair. Okay, so that's sorted. So yeah, I've got all the skills, talents, and knowledges sorted then. Yes. And we are then up to... What part is the next one? That is... Uh, yeah, dice pools and so on, we can uh, we can always look I at later. backgrounds then? Uh, backgrounds, indeed. Yes. God, every dot I said hurts me because, uh, because of my concept. So it's like, ah, oh, you poor thing. Yes. <laughs> Not, because here's the thing. Yes. Uh, every, um, every tribe has some restrictions. 
All of them? I thought only some of them had. Every tribe has restrictions. Okay. Uh, but not necessarily in the skills and so on department. So I'm just going to go through them one at a time here. We no longer have a Black Fury. No. Uh, no, we have a Bone Lord. Children of Gaia. Here we go. So. Eh. Come on. Stop being... This is... There we go. There we go. Uh, character generation. No, it, it, it worked. Character creation. Many children of Gaia stress social traits at least a little in order to make themselves heard. They don't neglect their combat skills, but abilities such as empathy, leadership, streetwise performance, and etiquette are all valued. All right. There are no... Um, there are no uh, disallowed... Um, Back, backgrounds. I, I'm just checking that for all of you here because there are for some. Yeah, there are. Um, yeah, for sure. The Fina, they have. Yep. Yeah, they encourage most members to at least dabble in performance. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think I have a little bit. Let's check. Yep. Yeah, and it says here background restrictions on the Fina, none. Get a Fenris. Character generation. Uh, let me see here. Fenrir usually stress combat and survival. They m almost never purchase contacts. They want true friends, not associates. Which I actually mm. sort of like about them. I can relate to that. Yeah, I think that's kind of positive, actually. Mm. Uh, we have the Glasswalkers. Uh -huh. uh, Glasswalkers favor modern skill sets such as drive, firearms, computer, mentor is a discouraged background. The Glasswalkers don't believe much in the old ways. Their restricted backgrounds are pure breed. They stopped cultivating it centuries ago. And ancestors. Their lack of interest in the past has eroded their spiritual ties to its wisdom. So you can't take pure breed and ancestors and it's highly discouraged to take um, mentor as a background. Well, well, I can say that the mm. favored abilities have I all uh, yeah, but this this is for backgrounds, so yeah. yeah. Uh, most have at least a dot or two of resources. And then we have Shadow Lords. <laughs> yeah. Character generation. Shadow Lords believe in being well-rounded, though they are particularly prone to stress mental attributes and manipulation. They favor a wide variety of abilities, particularly those dealing with guile and persuasion. Allies and mentors are discouraged backgrounds. Shadow Lords generally prefer to hold associates at arm's length. Yeah. It used to be they couldn't take allies or mentors. Yes. I like the fact that they are now discouraged, but... A lot of stuff was changed, um, yeah. basically... There is uh, one of the things I really liked when I watched the um, the stream on Mage and their character creation was when it, during character creation there was in uh, like half a page dedicated to gender identity. Yes, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really really inclusive and awesome of them. Yes, it, it certainly is. Uh, yes, I think. Was there that's... anything I wasn't uh, that Get a wasn't straight up allowed? Uh, there. Just find them Con again. Contacts. Yes, yeah. contacts was discouraged because they want real friends, not yeah, uh, yeah not uh, uh, associates. Yeah. yeah, that means that we move on to backgrounds in general. Yeah, let's look into some backgrounds. Okay, I am. This is interesting because the backgrounds are blank in this one. So yes, so you you're gonna have to literally write those in. But here we go. We rely on you for these backgrounds. Come on, cooperate. Here we go. 
135. There we go. Discouraged and restricted backgrounds, because there, some tribes have restrictions on which backgrounds a character can take in the character generation. These restrictions fall into two categories, discouraged, like contacts and resources for the Wendigo, a mentor for the Glasswalkers, and restricted, like ancestors and pure breeds for the Glasswalkers, or the Silver Fang's required purchase of three dots of pure breed. Discouraged are, you, are essentially very rare. Restricted have a closer tie to the nature of the tribe. Okay. You can um, have... Yes, sorry? I'm just... Because I'm reading these as well. Yep. I assume resources, because it's, it's not a good thing to have mostly because it says like for one dot you can have like a car and a place to live and for a 15 year old mm, yeah, I would be. you could have a font or something like that yeah you could you could have a I'd say you'd have to have a very good reason to have more than one but you could have one crazy rich parent oh yeah because I was think, yes. I was uh, thinking that even one looked a bit excessive for well not everybody would have one yeah, no, you could you could flavor for example if you were to take let's say you take three dots of resources right you okay. might have extremely rich parents and like have a couple of credit cards and basically be like, I, in terms of a kid, you have access to a lot of fucking moolah. And then we have the post opening time skip to 18 years. And this has become something that is yours now. Yes, exactly. All right. Um, we'll go over these one at a time. There are allies. And remember, some of you might not have, um, yep. uh, not Quite interested. Not. Exactly. Um, are there more than eight backgrounds? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yes. I then I won't that, write yeah. in every single one. No, no, there, that, that's the, that would be a bad idea. Also, I believe we only get five points to begin with. That's yes. correct. But uh, yeah, backgrounds but are not, one freebie nice point. Yeah. Well, well, backgrounds are cheap. Okay. Yeah. Backgrounds are cheap, yes. But allies is one. There are ancestors. And if anyone wants to know more about what these do, I think you should uh, speak up when Joan goes... Uh, I was uh, actually going to explain the ones that aren't self-explanatory. I think allies okay. is pretty logical. Uh, ancestors uh, is a matter of ancestral memory. Werewolves can literally remember their past lives because they have such things. They have to learn how to do so, but they can remember. Um, sometimes involves drugs. <laughs> sometimes it does. So... Basically, what Ancestors does is that once per game session, the player of a guru with this background may roll his Ancestors background with a difficulty of 8 or 10 if he's trying to contact the spirit of a specific Ancestor. Each success allows the character to increase any ability by one for the purpose of a single dice pool. So basically, you can tap into, oh, but I had this Ancestor who was really, really awesome at explaining stuff to people. I'm not very good at, at expression, but he was really awesome. I'm going to tap into his ability. And that's the way to do it. Please, great grandfather Howard, yes. uh, could you assist me in this? Yes, pretty much. That's how it goes. Uh, however, if you botch it, which means you roll more ones than successes, uh, you, may, you, you actually become catatonic for the rest of the scene as you're overwhelmed by the memories of thousands of lives. If I have, uh, if I have, have oh shit. if I have ancestors, if I have ancestors, and I am a direct descendant of uh, of um, Henry Ford, can I get like access to a unique spout racism skill? Very funny. Sorry. <laughs> next, to... next up, we have contacts which is also reasonably self-explanatory. 
I think maybe you should highlight the difference between allies and contacts. Just contacts here. are people you can ask questions of and who will help you with locating uh, information. Allies are people who will literally come to your aid, but who may not have information to give. Yeah. An, an, ally is, an ally is a character that will help you. Yes. Contacts is a wider network of people who might not no, commit no, to no, anything. No, 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 no. Oh, In, oh, incorrect, oh. incorrect. Uh, contact is a person who can feed you accurate information in their area of expertise. I, uh, yeah, okay. It's not, it's not a network. It's one person. Per I was going to ask because uh, in if this uh, text is still there because used to be raising my finger saying I only have the old book. Yeah. Used to be that there were two kinds of contacts. There were major contacts yes. uh, who were. Uh, like people you implicitly kind of sort of trusted, and then there were non-major contacts that it, it does you could say access. It does, it does say that you have minor contacts, but they are specifically um, uh, they are specifically listed as around the area. They're not quite as friendly or reliable in a pinch, but they work on a wide range of different areas, and you can bribe, intimidate, or manipulate them into telling what you need to know. But they're was, not so much a, a, a network. That was the, the word. Yeah. That, that, because, sorry, this is what that, I was getting at. That implies some kind of cooperation between the the uh, but between the, the contacts, and that's not the case. Yeah, so sorry. they're use, useful individuals who you happen to be acquainted with. Yes, and they yeah. can they can you can ask them questions and get information about that. But an an ally is someone where you call them and say the shit has just hit the fan. Come here and bring your guns. Yeah. I really need someone to do this, and yes. I trust you to do it. Exactly, but they might not have any information about it. They will just help you because they're well allies. Next. So you wouldn't call a contact saying, I just turned into a werewolf out <coughs> this building. No. However, you would call an ally saying, I need a shovel because I killed half a building. Yes. Yeah, a, a contact is, is like, I want something, you want something, we'll figure this out. Can I go on now? Yes, sure. Yeah. Fate. Fate is, uh, it represents prophecy that was uh, created or, or acknowledged at your birth. Or at the creation of your pack. Could you read that aloud? Because I've I, never heard of that one before. That is a new one, exactly. The fate background represents a prophecy that accompanied your birth or the creation of your pack. A fate is always something significant, but it, it is as likely to be dark and, and infamous as it is to be full of glory. In these times of apocalypse, the Guru cannot afford to sacrifice even one warrior, no matter how dark the portents surrounding them are. However, even those with terrible fates are often prove, uh, often prove to be some of the greatest Guru, perhaps because they try so hard to defy their fate. Some even succeed. In addition to the fame and infamy these prophecies garner you, once per game session you can use this background to add success to any role that either failed or achieved fewer successes than were required. The player hit the roles his rating in this background, difficulty of 8, and adds any successes to those that were achieved in the original failed role. If this means that the action succeeds, the player should describe what fortuitous events caused him to succeed. So basically, this gives you an extra set of dice to roll once per session. It's a one-session fate point. Yes. So potential fate point. Potential fate point, exactly. So the, the ancestors incre can increase your dice pool. This yes. one can save a failure. Here comes something incredibly important. Fate may be pooled among a pack. Oh, That is cool. That is uber cool. It means that if one of you has two points of fate and another has one point and another one again has one point, you, your pack, 
has four points of fate that you can spend once per game session. I love the pool Joan, background. I want to complain. It's called Uber. <laughs> well, Uber. Okay, okay, okay. Who wants to have some fate for this pack? Uh, I might go for fate. I might also go for some fate. It's oh, it's really it is a really really cool thing that you can do that. I have to say that is an awesome awesome. I'll, uh, I'll at least consider dropping some freebies into it. You want should yeah. you should it be something like that? The player chooses what the kind of fate it is supposed to be, or can I just say storyteller? Fuck with my background or fuck with my no, character. No, that, that, it actually specifically said that if you then manage to fix things, you have to explain what it was yeah. that from your fate that turned things around. I think uh, what no, uh, Hill is asking it, it is like there was a uh, sort of maybe so- something was foretold or something. Oh yeah, like. yeah. No, you that that is something the player would have to write into their their backgrounds unless unless. You want to buy this background later in the game when you have actually formed a pack. Mm. You can buy it with experience points. And you can, if you want me to, we can have, I mean, after all, the, the, the spirit of the set in St. Stephen's Green is a spirit of prophecy. Okay. It would make all kinds of sense for your new pack, pack to have a fate. Also, yeah. yeah, the the fact that we're six new uh, six new bloods, six cups at yes. once, yes. kind of like sounds important. Yes, it's hugely fortuitous. I th- yeah, I think that is something we should probably look at. Like sounds important. Yes, it's hugely fortuitous. I th- yeah, I think that is something we should probably look into. Also, yeah. I have a question. Yes. This, uh, for my personal use, uh, is in regard to mentor. But in general, can we purchase uh, backgrounds now that will become active later? I would, I would, uh, I, I would accept that. Yes, that they would be something. Like, if that... I, I have no idea what werewolves are, but I would like maybe a point in mentor. Could I have that later then, you, when I become could, a part of? Uh, we could say that 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 is something that will kick in after the prequel. But yeah, it, that, it that's what in, I was thinking. It, it can't kick in later than when game proper begins, but it, you know, you, we can agree that some of some of the things that you want to learn as part of the prequel stories won't kick in until later. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Next one. Next one is, and Hill is going to start snickering now, but it's called fetish. <laughs> Yay! I knew it. Uh, fetishes are, in fact, magic items. These these are, are magic items that Garou have access to. That kind of fetish. Uh, that kind of fetish, exact, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> some of them are, are some of them are, are very very powerful. Some of them are very minor, but still useful. No, no, it represents your ties in the BDSM community. Yeah, I, I want to just collect fetishes and call myself a fetishist. They basically go all the way from like one dot. Oh, you have a a cute dream catcher that you inherited from your grandmom and when you jangle it uh, you have a better chance of having a nice vision on the next day or the difficulty for your ancestor check might drop by one that sort of stuff yes up to level five you have a great sword imbued with an ancient spirit of war and it wants to kill everything and as a result you deal a truck ton of damage if you lightly touch someone with it oh and it's also by the way it's made of silver yeah. uh, yes can Yes, sorry. No, I'm just going to make a joke now, but I think that our child of Gaia should have an, um, a water pipe fetish. 
Shisha fetish. Yeah. What? Uh, don't yeah. don't next, make fun. That's a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. Uh, next one is kinfolk. These are otherwise normal humans and wolves who have descended from the Guru without inheriting their spiritual duty and the gene, basically. Um, you can have um, a number of them, and these can also be pooled amongst a pack. So you can have access to a network of kinfolk that way. An interesting fact about kinfolk, for those of you who think, what the fuck do I care about kinfolk, is that kinfolk are immune to something called delirium. Yes. Delirium is a collective panic attack suffered by humanity when werewolves tried to eat them all. And without yes. going into too much detail, it means that if you shift into a werewolf form in front of a normal person... Only they Krenos. Will, Only Krenos. Yeah, Krenos. <laughs> they will either shit themselves with, with terror and faint and not remember anything, or they will blindly rage out and try and murder you. Yes. Yeah. Kinfolk won't do that. Uh, also, kinfolk are the most reliable allies you will ever have. However, they are, as it says here, most are not in a position of power. Such people are considered allies as the background allies, but because they they are people in 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 more position of authority. But these are ordinary people, but people you can absolutely rely on. This is if you are on the run from something nasty, you will call these people and say, I need a place to crash and I need nobody to find me. And you will have a place to crash and they will do everything to hide you. That sort of thing. Um, next up, we have Mentor, which is a guru of higher rank, has taken a keen interest in you and will look after you to a point. Is Five Dots still a rank six mentor? Yes. That's still crazy. What, what, what is a rank six mentor? Rank six are the most powerful guru out there at all. They're legends. Okay. Uh, Gurus are measured in ranks, which basically indicates how how cool are you in the eyes of Gaia and the spirits, and what yes. gifts will they bestow on you? Yes, exactly. We may have a gift at level one called. There's a gift called Hair Sleep. I want to say, which yeah. allows you to jump a little higher. Like you can make a a significant little leap. Yes. And there might be a level four power that allows you to get hit by a tactical missile strike and walk away laughing. There is literally a, a, a Get a Fenris uh, gift, I believe it is rank 4 in fact, which is called Last Stand, which means the, the Guru plants his feet on the ground and until every, every enemy in his immediate surrounding, which means where the scene is going on, is either dead or fled, he can't die. Yeah. However, at the time when the last one is dead or has fled, he takes all the damage that has accumulated all at once. So yeah, there is a significant um, a significant level of power attained by your difference in rank and thereby what gifts you can unlock. Some spirits will teach you some pretty pretty crazy things. Yes, they will. Next up, we have pure breed. This is, as I said, this is a matter of how um, how uh, good your pedigree is, quite literally, since these are canine creatures. Um, how pure is the wolf in you? And uh, this is basically what this does is that when you interact with other werewolves, this makes you much more respectable. The more you have in this, the more respectable you are. Next up, resources. Money. Money and resources. Next up, we have rights. These are the, the, the rights that you then needed the rights skill for, but these are the ones that will uh, allow you to do... 
minor rights for that matter, uh, all the way up to fairly fairly important, fairly major ones, but they are... Um, um, Garou society is modern tradition, and rights are an important yeah, part. Rights are extremely important. They they do uh, they use these before before meetings to finish off meetings to seal an oath between two people. It, it, rights are needed if you have done something really brilliant and the 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 Gaillards have sung your glory and so on. Then once they have sung your glory and everyone agrees, yes, yes, this was pretty cool. These young people are awesome. Yes, we acknowledge this. Then there's small right completed. Just to show that yes, we do acknowledge this, and you now have this renown attached to you. Yeah. Enjoy so, your plus one renown and glory. Exactly. Next, we have spirit heritage, which, as I said, guru are creatures of duality, torn between man and wolf, and between spirit and flesh. Guru share a kinship with inhabitants of the spirit world, but some have stronger connections than others. For some reason, perhaps an ancestral tie to a household of spirits, certain types of spirits re react more positively to you than others. This doesn't need to be a friendly relationship. Spirits may be fearful or respectful of you, uh, in awe of you, or feel a sense of duty to you. No matter what the relationship, one group of spirits is more likely to cooperate with you. I haven't That's... come across this background before. What are the examples provided in the list of dots? Uh, examples of cosmic groups are animal spirits, plant spirits, elementals, urban spirits, and even banes. Banes are normally considered the bad guys. Yeah. Uh, spirits can... Uh, so, yeah, those those are the ones. Um, What's the level two? The spirits note your arrival. You bring your chosen spirits to mind in others when they look at you, though few understand why. Cool. Thank you. Five says some question if you really are only half spirit. Nice. <laughs> and then p pick that and then Bane and just watch the c the chronicle collapse. <laughs> Oops. We have to murder this one-player character. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Last one up is one of the most important. Totem. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Totem is a background that applies directly to the character's pack rather than the individual. So basically, unlike other pooled backgrounds, the pack all spends or the pack spends all of the points that members have invested in this trait to determine their totem's power. Yeah, this would be another one we can only kind of do later. Yes, I suppose. it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, but it is an, inc an incredibly powerful thing because a, a a a totem spirit will literally bestow extra powers on everyone in the pack. Uh, and there are different kinds of totems, of course. Totems of war, totems of uh, uh, of survival, totems of wisdom, totems of many different things. Yeah. It, it, can, it can be a very very significant benefit to us. Oh, hell yes. Oh my god. If you have, let's say we have two dots, right? We Our spirit might be I don't know, Doe. Right? Doe could be our spirit. Yes. And and that would of course bring us some benefits. Yes. Compare and contrast to if we have let's say pooled 5. Yes. We could have Falcon. And if we have Falcon, most like a lot of the enemies of werewolf kind would be if, afraid of you. If they see us, they will shit themselves and flee. Because Why? Fal Falcon is the uh, is the tribal totem of the um, of uh, the Silverfangs and and they are still seen as the you know the the great ancient heroes. So basically, yeah, Falcon if, is, if Falcon has taken an interest in you, uh, the, the Banes and other evil spirits will typically take one look at you, go, "Oh fuck, we're not doing this." I want overtime, and then they're 
gone. I want hazard pay! Yes, I want hazard pay, exactly. <coughs> and, um... I want a turtle to be a whale. Whale has taken interest in you. Yeah, sperm whale, specifically. Air-dropping, <laughs> air, air body-tackling body sperm whale. A very specific spirit. The pet will be named the whale droppings. Well, true. Oh. So, <laughs> so yes, this is. Um, yeah, I've already these, written these, these are the, um, uh, the backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that um, whatever whatever becomes our totem uh, is determined in in how we play out our change and our um, our. Yes. 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 What, what's it called? Our herbiderb, our right our rite of passage. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I so, preferred Harper Darp. So it's, oh my God, you will meet a number of different spirits that you will be able to interact with. Sure. And one of them, depending on your interaction, one of them may decide to offer itself as a pack totem. But if we haven't, for example, if we haven't pooled five, we're, we're not going to get Grandfather Thunder. We're not going to get Falcon. We, no, no. Who, however well we do, we are hard limited to how many points have we pooled in all. Yes, yes. Cool. Anyway, uh, yes, hello. No, it's just, um, so, was it I who said whale droppings, or someone said whale droppings, so I was like, so what does whale shit even look like? So I googled whale excrements, and there's actually, guys, there is a Wikipedia article about whale feces. Uh, (laughs) Not only you, hello. That is actually... A Wikipedia article. <laughs> oh my god, only you, I swear. All Perfect. right. Um, next up. Next up is uh, Renown, actually. My goodness, we're down to Renown. Cool. Where is that? Renown is uh, determined, obviously. Uh, this is how famous you are within uh, Guru society. A renown is not a background, right? It's just no, three it's, stats. It's, exactly. Re- renown is a stat that you can't buy more in. You can earn more in it. This is how, uh, basically, you, depending on, on what, um, depending on what uh, auspice you are, you need your various renowned stats to reach a certain level before you can attain the next rank. Which means that, yes, it is highly possible that some of you will reach rank 2 before others of you will. Yeah, there is no baseline experience in this game. No. We get one experience point for showing up, everything else is tied into what we do and how we play. Exactly. Most of it is role but but Renown has nothing to do with XP. Renown is a matter of what do you do in character, what uh, what have you done which is worthy of renown and how good are you at telling everyone else about it basically this is why it's nice to have a Gaillard around um mm-hmm. but exactly mm-hmm. so uh, for example the the ones that always rise and rank the most easily are always going to be the ragabashes because they just need a certain amount of points but they can be distributed however they want hmm. if you want to if if you want to rise in rank and you are a a uh, an arun on the other hand you need to have loads of glory however Fuck how, wisdom. Who gives a shit about wisdom? <laughs> how about philodoxes? Is that wisdom and honor? Yes, wisdom and honor primarily, but it, they, they are very evenly uh, divided. So there, there is a. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Here we go. If it's rank, 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 rank. Moving up in rank is detailed on page that. Okay, I will go and take a look at that page instead. What's the initial rank then? 
Uh, yeah, that depends on our auspice. You start on you start on rank uh, zero when we begin playing for the for the um, uh, the prequels. By the time we get started on the the very first thing that will happen to you in the real story is your rite of passage, and once you've gone through that, you rank one. Okay. Uh, a ragabash will start with three points of renown in any combination. You just you. you um, so basically, I want you to set the points now. But they won't be really there until we're done with with uh, with your rite of passage. Which page are you on, Joan? Renown. Renown. A page in the actual PDF. Oh, 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 oh! Sorry. I'm uh, I'm following is... on my own. <coughs> Thank you. Yes. Okay. Um, so, but... what page was that? Sorry. 251. 251. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I'm a bit lost as to where I'm putting renown. It's yeah, that, it, right below Maris and Flaws. Yes. You scroll down, and then there will be a. It's next to your rage, gnosis, and willpower. Okay, so what, okay, I've, I've, I've just I've, I've missed a couple of backgrounds as well. That's a bit further back, I suppose. Okay, so I've got a certain number glory of points. Honor, glory, honor, and wisdom, and depending on what what your auspice is, they will be placed as I tell you. Actually, before we, I, I think before we skip to because we've been very good at talking about our characters so far. Yes. So I think before we go into renown, let's let's quickly address: Does everyone have their backgrounds? What have people chosen for backgrounds? Not uh, with three B points, but like, what do we have for our baseline points? Okay. I, also I have started uh, writing down a few of the backgrounds. So uh, how many background points did we get? Five. Again? Five. Five. Okay. I um I can start. Yeah. Uh, for my pure non three B points, I have put one in contacts. Yeah. One in Mentor, uh, which I as I'm going to hopefully get later, and two in Pure Breed. Cool. That means you have one point left. No. Oh yeah, it does. Um, I'll figure that out. Um, yeah. But freebie points, it's just uh, the current score cost, right? Yes. No, freebie point cost is one to one. Yes, but we, we will we will get to freebies later. Yeah. You should you should spend the actual points you have before you even start thinking of, yeah. of, of freebies. In that case, I put one in spirit uh, heritage. Okay. Um, what type of spirit? Yeah, that's it. Says like elementals. Would you have to just have elementals, or should I say like fire elementals? Uh, no, elementals would do. Uh, then it's elementals. I don't know right. exactly what that covers, but elementals totally. Elemental spirits in general. So yeah. You might look better in the rain. Oh, would, totally would someone be so awesome as to write a list of the uh, backgrounds? Sure, I can, I can do that. That, that would be, be awesome. very appreciated. I have my backgrounds down, so I will go after Rasmus and uh, mention that I have one point in contacts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't know exactly where I got it from. I imagine, I imagine it's like I might have bullied someone and <laughs> then made friends with whoever didn't like those people. <laughs> So my that contacts uh, off because she has been a girl guide, which is apparently the same as a girl scout. Cool. Most of her life. Then there is two dots of pure breed. That is not really something my character has any control over. It's just how he yeah. how he was born. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then two dots of resources, which right now represents a decent bank account. Uh, yes. To a very decent bank account, very decent for a teenager, yes. and will eventually represent uh, his. Uh, Blossoming endeavors into some form of business that he that he will um, earn money off. Yes. There you go, Hannah. Thank you. All right. Anyone else wants to share? Uh, uh, sure, I can. I can. Oh, Chris, go ahead. 
No, for you first. Okay, so uh, for my character, um, I have chosen <laughs> fetish two uh, two dots, yep. pure pure breed two dots, and resources one dot. Fetish is something, uh, one of the things that you will have access to by the end of the prequels as well. Yeah, sure. Cool. But, yes, but just so you know, you, you <clears throat> it's, it's not so that you wake up one morning and say, ooh, I'm a werewolf and look at this awesome <laughs> magic item they've given me. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's cool. That would be a little, a little bit weird, maybe. <laughs> it would. And, um, yes. Uh, all right. Next, then, then Chris. Uh... I've debated whether or not to spread them out more or not, but in the end I've gone for one point fate. Yeah. Ooh. Two two points kinfolk. Yeah. One point resources and one point rights. That cool. sounds like a good combo, actually, yes. Yeah, it does. We have to uh, over the course of the prequels we will also figure out what uh, what that rights is, obviously. Yes, of course. And okay. So we have the um, renowned thing. Just to well, unless somebody else has. Uh, did anybody else choose their their? Um... We need to go over Hill and Adria, I think. Yeah, Aya. Well, uh, I have spirit heritage. Yes. Yeah. Which group of spirits? Uh, you talked about some modern spirits. Yes, uh, technology spirits. Yes. Yeah. So spiders and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, so she has uh, two dots in spirit heritage with yep. technology spirits. Yep. Yes. She has fate and she has resources. Basically, she has to earn her uh, her funds by working in her parents. You totally have a YouTube channel or something, right? Oh god! Oh, god. This is so awesome. As her family, as yeah. as this family is, she has to earn her stake. She is supposed to be a big fancy business mogul and take over the business when she's old enough. And to do that, she has to prove herself. That makes sense. So she works for them. She's a glassware for Christ's sake. She has to be good at technology, good at computers, and. Yep. She earns money herself too. That's very cool. cool. That is cool. And uh, we, and if you bitch. and yes. if you squint, we can see the weaver spirit crawling inside you. Yes. Uh, yep. Did you choose? What? I didn't catch uh, that. So, so, sorry. Yeah, my mom was talking to me. No worries. No worries. Oh, also, um, no, I, I haven't decided. Uh, what what no, are no, no. the benefits to having kinfolk again? The benefits is to, that you have some people that you can trust with your life. And yes, they don't have the power that allies do, but you have more of them. There's something to be said for, like, a, a person can achieve a lot of shit. Yes. And these people are not only your loyal friends, they also don't snap sideways if you turn into a werewolf. Exactly. And and as I said, you can you can pool the, the the number of kinfolk. So basically, if you have one dot in kinfolk, you have two kinfolk. But if three of you each have one dot in kinfolk, and we you have ten, them, you have ten. You don't have six. You then have ten. Very cool. I also figured on taking kinfolk because her parents are kinfolk. They just don't know. Yeah, yeah that, that's, so they won't I... get delirium when she turns first time. Exactly. I right now have 
like temporarily wandered in kinfolk because I haven't decided on anything because I was also thinking of going with the um, parental kinfolk but don't know it and then maybe have the good old trope with the grandmother who has heard something yes about maybe werewolves that makes but sense never, but never thought that it was true <laughs> okay but <laughs> good old trope. the idea that uh, when this girl turns, obviously they left America and the family hated them for them, but bitch, why shouldn't they move? <laughs> yes. So they took little Taryn and took her to Ireland because there was opportunities there. They yeah. wanted to expand to Dublin, so fuck our family. Mm -hmm. Back home, Grandma is yelling them down, you can't take Taryn away! And then there's a... That sort of them. thing, yes. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> For the record, guys, there's yeah. a huge the echo. There's a huge I, echo again. Let's hear it. For the record, Sorry. I'm, I'm, I would like to say here, I'm very, 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 very happy that you guys gave me the opportunity to do this. I'm, I really do appreciate this. I well, really do. I feel so I, much more at ease with this. I have um, had the sense that you. Like just something in your voice that this was something you needed. Oh, as we've God, talked I needed about this. Yes, I really did. So, and I am so glad that you that you are okay with this and that you want to play this because the, I think this is going to be fun. I really do. I um, like finally something I can put myself into completely. Okay, I have no clue what a werewolf is. I have no clue where it is. But I start out as a fucking pub. Teach yeah. me. Exactly, uh, and it's in the modern world, so I have it easier with. No, a bow can't shoot that far. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm shooting you with a gun. <laughs> exactly. Shall we take a look at the renown at last? Then? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Just another. Oh yes. yeah. Let's... I I have also right now one dot in ancestors and one in fate. Good. Cool. How about uh, we didn't hear from Heine, did we? Yeah, we did. We did. We did. I don't remember what you had. He had a fetish, among other things. Yes. Yeah, fetish, two, two dots in fetish, two in, in pure breed, and one in resources. Yeah. Is, oh, your, okay. is your this fetish... Is um, because you have a lot of pure breed in this, in this uh, I, uh, pack. That's uh, Daniel, I haven't given any thought to, to the nature of the fetish yet. No, I, I was, uh, was going to ask if you knew if you were going to pick two minor or a moderate oh. fetish. A moderate. Cool. Yep. Sure, that could be something like a fang dagger or something like that. That's pretty Just cool. Just an extra. I am plotting on putting into totem for us. Oh, cool. Yeah, same. I'm probably going to dump a freebie or two into totem. Uh, and I'm yeah. probably also going to dot more into fate. Me too. Yes. But let us let us get to that when we get to yeah. three yeah. points. We are still at renown. Cool. So renown for different auspices. Yes. Ragabash could ra randomize it, right? They can randomize it. Yeah. They just and that's the coolest thing about the ragabashes is they no matter what rank they need to reach, they just have to have the the total amount. Okay. But it can be any combination. And thirges. Thirges. Some of the next. Thirges must have three in wisdom. And they, they start with three wisdom, right? Yes, they start okay. with three in wisdom at rank one. Cool. And then... Philodoxes start with three in honor. Mm -hmm. Cool. Gaillards start with two glory, one wisdom. Lovely. And Aruns start with two glory and one honor. Cool. And the same applies to the um, the temporary bo yes. boxes down there. Do we start? There is is one little detail that needs to be mentioned. Yeah. Just one. The the ragabashes have it easy in that they don't require any specific combination. However, from rank two onwards, they do require slightly more than others. For example, 
if you want to ever reach the rank of Elder, which is rank 5, for example, and a rune needs to have 10 points of glory, 9 points of honor, and 4 points of wisdom. That's a total of 23. Mm. Ragabash needs a total of 25 points. The notion here being that being the trickster is all well and good, but eventually you hit the ceiling where it's yeah. like, yeah, and now we... It, exactly. it might it's it's easy to be recognized but not as easy to be respected exactly here's the glass ceiling now try to break through it yeah okay there we go and just a quick question about the renown yes well, how do you get that you you actually that thank you that was interesting okay let me let me uh, you have permanent because points. of my three points of wisdom you know yes yeah. Yeah, but you have okay I'll explain you have permanent points of, of renown and temporary points of renown. In order to get a new permanent point of renown, you need to get 10 temporary points. Uh, and did then, we start with, uh, like, with the same stats? What? Uh, did we, do we start with, do, as in a room, do I start with two temporary glory? Yes. No, okay. no, no. You, no, you start with those in, those at rank one are permanent. Yeah. And then no temporary. No temporary. temporary. Cool. You have to build them. Yes. So, like leveling. Right now, the, okay, I'm going to drop out of this call and come back in because the echo is insane. Yeah. Okay. Ah, that's weird. I should probably just stare myself blind at the Twitch chat from Twitch at the Skype chat for a moment and uh, see if anyone lights up when the echo happens. That would actually be a good idea. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. And I can still hear an echo, but it's not quite so bad. Anyway, I'll explain this, and this is pretty important, so I need to go over this. You need, for every permanent point of renown, you must get 10 temporary points of renown. Yeah. Then, when you have the 10 points, they need to be acknowledged. This requires that you get a a Gayard to actually sing or explain, tell a good story, whatever, what has happened? What what have you done to earn this? Yeah. And then you need to have a philodox say, yes, I acknowledge that this is correct and true and good and valid. It is it is considered uh it is it is judged worthy. And the Philodox will usually listen to what all the other guru in, in the sept will say. They will all sit around in a, in a big circle and listen to the Gayard do the, the bragging thing. And then, and then. Oh my when, god, circle wank. And when the, when the bragging thing is done, they will all sit there and go, boo, oh, ooh, we don't believe that, ooh, it wasn't, it wasn't well enough explained, something like that. And then you have to go away and you lose one point of temporary, um, uh, renown if that happens you have to earn it back and then you can try again but if you do well enough and if you explain this well enough and you have a higher ranked um, uh, philodox go yes yes that is acceptable and everybody here is clapping and hooting and howling yes you now get your point of renown then you have earned a permanent point and then you start to earn the next one and you get you get stuff for example let me give you an example here um, you get if you the, the top one is besting someone including a spirit in a riddle contest that will give you three points of temporary wisdom mm. 
We could also take one such as this. Defeating a minor worm threat. Callus, bane-infested animal, a young vampire, etc. This would give you two points of glory. And so on and so forth. You can also lose temporary renown. This is a it's a good uh, time to mention that the book has a long list of stuff that gives you glory, yes. honor, and wisdom. Yes, and there there are a lot. There's a lot of openness to this because it's yes. very very <laughs> central to everything the characters do. Yes, um, but Joan is uh, um, Joan can make stuff up. Yes, like this will give you honor, glory, or wisdom. Yes. Um, also, However, just if, yeah, if go that on. is how it works. But here's one thing I've always done in werewolf games, and I'm going to do the same thing for you. If you guys actually get a hold of this thing, this this list somehow, yeah. you know, and you say, "Okay, I've I've been given renown," I will always tell you you get renown for this, 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 and this. It's like when I give bonus XP on on Pathfinder. Yeah. I will always explain why you get the renown you do. If you then sit there and say, "Hmm," but I feel like I should get renown for X, Y, or Z as well, because Joan didn't mention that, but it's on the list and I've done that. You do it in character. You then go to, in this case, Chris, who's your Gayard, and you say, you know what? Why didn't I get acknowledged for this? I did that. Chris That's will then a work great with idea. You. Then Chris will work with you to work uh, to, to see if you can, you know, come up with a good story that you can tell to the to the whole sept you take it to the sept and if it's done properly i will acknowledge it as the gm uh, i would also just add to, to anyone who might have any doubts that you can get acknowledged without a gayard in absence yes. of gayards time doesn't stop um but no, no. they're usually that this is their job yes. so <laughs> these are the people who will do it also heine is dropped out of the call oh oh that's a problem let's yeah. get heine back I'm going to try. He's marked us away, so I don't know if that uh, ties He's into it. reboot. Ah. Ah. Yeah, that, that, that would do it. Yes. So, also, Joan, for... Do that. Uh, I know we're not there yet, but I think we'll get there soon enough. Are we there uh, yet? Ah. Yes. Uh, the book doesn't seem to list any merits or flaws except for those for kinfolks. Where can I find these? Mm. Because I found an online list, but you know, I don't know the sources of it, and I would have to run. They are there. They are there because I came across them earlier. For example, when I searched. Yes. Because I I only saw like. No, I I did. Listen, I did because that was where I found the the stuff about linguistics. Alright, good, good. Because I haven't been able to. (laughs) I will give you guys this. It is very true that this book is very disorganized. Yes. Yes. Is it kind of like it was hell figuring out where shit was in the uh, vampire, Dark Ages vampire book? Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. the classic uh, two paragraphs uh, per page, and yes. th- everything is written downwards instead of sideways, which, as everyone who knows shit about menu design, the more you have, the more sideways you need to go, but these guys also, are always going downwards. Also, if you look, like, at the... Uh, Here. Page the, 383. Thank you. If you look at the index, it's just... It's a lot of very pretty, uh, fluffy text. It doesn't tell me shit about where stuff is. Thank you, Joan. I'll I'll look at them. Yep. You can take a maximum of seven points of flaws. Yep. Mm. 
Or isn't it that you can uh, you can only earn points for it, or do you not want us to take more than that? We cannot take more than that, because right. otherwise you will be so overflawed that it's seriously <laughs> going to impact. Mm. Will, oh, will, will you, oh, hey, hi there. Um, hi. Let's see, where were you when we quit out of this? You, we were talking about Renown properly. Uh, Joe was just saying that to, let's say you want to rank up glory, you need to gain 10 temporary glory, then have it recognized in the sept, and then your glory will go up by one. And that needs to be done with the different renowned stats in order to increase in rank. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm forgetful. What were the benefits of each again? Of each what? Uh, renown. Return. Uh, I don't, Joan, is it, is there a system where you can like leverage your glory in conversation or something like that? <clears throat> Not really, but <clears throat> but there is an. In, I mean, it's not like a werewolf is going to walk up to the guy sitting next to him and say, "Yes, I am a. Uh, I'm a foster, and I'm a rank two werewolf, and I've got eight points of glory." No, it doesn't work like, quite like that. But there is an internal understanding in the sept who has more glory, who has more honor, who has more wisdom. So, for example, someone who has loads of glory. Will typically be listened more to when it's come when it when the talk comes to fighting and war and that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas the person or the werewolf with much higher wisdom will typically be listened to as the person who will you know they they will know more about how to deal with um, diplomatic situations or dealing with the spirits or something like that. And and they, you know and basically there is an internal ranking system in this so that for example philodoxes who all have high honor will be seen differently there are some philodoxes that are older than others, they're all honorable but some of them are simply that much more accomplished and therefore their word will have slightly more weight as a general point as a general point about that werewolves in the setting, old werewolves are rare werewolves <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> because it's uh, normally you die by being a werewolf. You yeah. fight you fight the power and eventually the power arms themselves with silver bullets and you die. Yeah. Um, but there's also a tradition or a an implicit understanding within Garou society uh, that is you should not allow people to suffer your illness, which loosely translated means if you get old and weak off yourself because you're being a burden. Mm -hmm. That is not that that is actually honored more in the breach these days. It's one of the traditions that most tribes these days tend to say, yeah, we don't really look at that because there aren't enough of us that we can actually spare people. Mm. Mm. I should probably um, also uh, I should probably also uh, add that since the question was on the um, uh, the implications of the different types of renown, that it it influences the subtext of what you do within the sept. Um, mm. Let's say Heine over the course of the first ten sessions earns, it, like by by virtue of miracle, earns three points of glory, <laughs> permanent points of glory. Now he's glory five, and I am glory two. That's let's true. say I then I then say I I want to I don't disagree I disagree with what Heine just did, and I'm calling him out for it in front of the sept. I'm like, you wanna you wanna smack up the head, bitch? You want me to take out some teeth? I'll fight you. I'll fight you, and then. Me doing that as a glory two against a glory five is probably going to get some snickering or some cross downs or some what the fuck is this pup doing? Exactly because he's glory five. If I then win, then I am probably going to get a standing uh, standing ovation because yes. holy shit! He did you see that? 
Exactly. But if I get beat down, then it's more like, what a fucking idiot. Exactly. And yep. it says in the fluff files that werewolves are big on bragging. They love it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, somebody asked? Yeah, for, for future, uh, those you found there were the ones I said um, were for mostly kinfolk. There is only 12 of them. But at page 471, there's the appendix, and that's where the flaws and merits are. Okay. Sorry, Ben. Cool. So, but so let's that... let's get that when we get to it. Yeah. So aside from talking about glory, honor, wisdom, how to gain and lose them. Yep. I popped away for five minutes to get myself a drink. Kind of. You missed nothing. You missed nothing. Okay, that's good. So we are now up to the finishing touches. Wonderful. Which is merits and flaws, and then freebies. Freebies are always <coughs> the last thing you do. Yep. Mm. You can take. Flaws worth a maximum of seven points. Every point you earn that way adds another freebie point to your total. So you can reach a total of 22 freebie points because you'll start out with 15. Merits, of course, cost these points. May I note that the book says 21 to start with? Oh, they've added to that. Oh, cool. That's very I nice. I think uh, I might be wrong, but I, I think it's 21 then plus 7. But That is so cool because it used to be uh, 15, so they've actually upped that from in, in the 20th edition, uh, 20th edition. I think that is actually rather nice. It actually makes Wells more skilled. You, you should probably double-check what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just going to go do that in a hurry, but... Um, it yeah, should that's say a, in the um, in the beginning, like, yeah, in the beginning of character creation. Yeah, oh, it says step five freebie points. Kinf oh, that's kinful. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Things are getting weird. I don't I like love, it. I love what was it. 1D4 Chan described playing as kinfolk, and this is this game on hard mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Yeah, humans get 21. They always did. And that's just because, quite frankly, humans humans have enough downsides that they don't need anymore. <laughs> so the, the funny thing is that, as far as I can tell, the merits that's referenced in the index is is for the kinfolk, not the. Uh... Did Did you go to page uh, four hundred and seventy-one? No, I did not. Because those that yeah, you looked at were for kinfolk. Yeah, that's true. Yep, yeah, spend freebie points fifteen. Okay, so that was the kinfolk I looked at before. Yeah, yep, yep. Okay, okay. Points is fifteen. So yes, um, so you can reach a maximum of, of as I said, twenty-two points that way, and you can, strictly speaking, spend all of them on merits if you want. But that's um, that's how it goes. So page. It's going to leave you with a wonky character. Four seventy-one. Was that it? Yes. Yes. How Be much is common sense? Uh, be careful about um, about especially the, the merits or sorry the flaws. Be certain that you read what they do because they they will be enforced. I think what you what you're saying is be certain you make Joan read them out loud before you do, uh -huh. <laughs> because we don't have the books. Yeah, some of us do. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but some of us didn't feel like paying thirty dollars for a PDF. So another thing I'm noticing is that these uh, the merits aren't uh, sorted alphabetically, and that's just fucking stupid. Uh, I believe they're sorted uh, according to oh, category. Oh, they're, they're sorted according to points. That's yes. Hmm. Well, Still, wrong. yeah, it's pretty silly. But uh, common sense, since you asked, is one point merit. 
Yeah. I'm not just going to take that right the fuck now. For yeah. those of you who don't know, com- common sense is welcome to the game. This is your GM's, um, th- this is your safety net. Yes, merit. So the GM can step in and say, this is not a good idea. Yep, I think I agreed when it was mentioned to me the first time around that I was going to take this, because quite frankly, I know I'm going to end up just putting yes. my foot in my mouth. Yes. Language is a one point merit. Since we talked about that earlier, yeah. What uh, it's a one point. I guess you so you spend a point and you get one more language. Yes. If okay. you take uh, the, sorry. No, 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 never mind. No. Uh, would you please continue that, John? The what? Uh, you, if you, you take the... to explain something about languages. Uh, I think you were about to talk about the linguist thing. Oh yeah. Um, it's a one-point merit, and it gives you one uh, extra language. If you take the merit called natural linguist, which is two-point merit, that means that every time you take the merit ling- uh, language, instead of getting, which still only costs one point, every time you take that, you get two extra languages. Yeah, so, so if you want to have a character who speaks ten different languages, it's cheaper to do it that way. Yeah, the the moment you have th- you want to have three languages, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, if you only want two, then you might as well just take language two times. Yes. Yeah, but if you want three or more, you might as well take the linguists. Yeah. Thing. There's also the point to be made that having that merit, um, if you have natural linguist, and you during game says my character is going to start studying Greek. Yes. Then Joan is going to say, yeah, that's pro- I, I estimate this is going to be an extended test requiring you to achieve this and that many successes over the course of this or the, that many months. Exactly. And then you might make the point, but I have natural linguist. And then Joan might say, oh, then it's over the course of this couple of weeks. Yes. Or at least less months. Yes. Definitely. Um, or you can do it at the same time, but learn two languages. <laughs> that's a good point. Because every time you take one language, you get two. So if you spend the entire time on learning that language, then... Oh, God, tell me they did this. Tell me they did this. What What did did they they do? They did this. Oh, this is beautiful. What is it? They actually included the tribal camps in the base book. Yes, yes, they did. Finally! The anniversary edition is supposed to be like a a collection of the most central parts, right? This is so good. I'm confused. Every, so, yeah. It's, it, I mean, you're, you start out of, as cubs. You're not actually in any of the tribal camps yet. But eventually, over the course of the game, which is... I'm planning on running this for a long, long, long time. You might join a tribal camp, which is like a subgroup within the... the um, Within the uh, um, yeah, the Ghetto Fenris might become neo-Nazis. They might become neo-Nazis. Yes. I don't want to be a neo-Nazi. No. Oh, they're they're bad. They're bad. Let's not go there. At least they they, at least they have an agenda. They are called the sorts of Heimdall. No, 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 no. no. That is that is. We're not going there. And the ones, the, the ones that I was talking about was actually the Valkyria Freya. They've renamed them in this version. The Valkyria Freya, the all-female ones. And then there's the one called Loki. Yes, Loki Smile. I think that's for Behele. Is, is Heimdall even a fighter? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. 
watched over the gates of Asgard. He's he is I actually guess. one of the primary warriors, but yes, it's just yeah, because in the, the 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 Valhalla comic books, he's this fat little git. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. It's just you don't have to be a fighter to keep watch when you have ears so keen you can hear the grass grow. Oh, that's true. <laughs> But yes, that's the. the I'm, I am. Oh my goodness, I'm okay. practically in love with them for including this. That is so good. So I think we should um, have whoever go over the merits and flaws because I know there's a lot of them, but some of us don't have the material. <coughs> so I think we just need to schlock through this, and if yes. someone Which hears. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Stop. I will, I will give a couple of seconds between reading out aloud. So, yeah. okay. Acute sense. Cool. What does it do? Um, it's an acute sense. Cool. You, One of your yeah. senses is better. Yes. Thank you. I, I'm assuming lower, pen, lower difficulty on one sense. Yes. Cool. Thank you. Alcohol tolerance. <laughs> yes? You, you don't get drunk as easily. <clears throat> Ambidextrous. Yes? You have, an, you have a high degree of offhand dexterity and can perform tasks with your wrong hand at no penalty. Double-jointed. How, how many points is Ambidextrous? One. I assume they're all one point right now. Cool. You yes. may, uh, they are on. sorted by points. They are sorted by points, yes. Double jointed. This uh, is about having uncanny suppleness, making all dice rolls that require flexibility, such as wriggling free from an opponent's grasp, is at minus two difficulty. Cool. Okay. Next one, we have mixed morph. Which is a one, two, one or five point merit. You find the art of partial transformation relatively easy and make the required dexterity plus primal urge roll at a difficulty of six rather than difficulty of nine. Basically, what this means is yes, I would like to have one of my hands turn into a claw so I can rip asunder someone without actually looking like a nine foot tall armored killing machine. You can do that by doing mixed morph, but it's very difficult. If you have this, it's much more easy. So you can everyone can do partial transformations, but if you have this, the the, the staggering difficulty drops by one to five. Yes. Well, no, it drops from nine uh, from six yeah, to well, but, six from nine. Sorry. Yeah, potentially from one to five, depending on your uh, the points you put into the merit. I no, 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 no. It either costs one point or five points. Oh. Okay, so it's not one, one two, it's one all. It's one or five, yes. Cool. And if you take it at one um, one point, you, the difficulty drops. If you take it at five points, you don't... Because normally, if you want to do a mixed transformation like that, you have to also spend a willpower point. If you spend five points on this, you don't uh, You don't have to spend a willpower point. You just say, oh, but I, you don't, you know... I'm also shifting now. <laughs> yeah. Here, look at, look at my hand. Ooh, look at my claw. That's cool. Look at my hand, look at my claw, look at my hand, look at my claw, look at my hand, look at my claw. Exactly. Yes. So, so just to know, there are a lot of merits and flaws, yeah. and if, if we're going to go yeah, through I all of them, I, I do it has to be that. fast. Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Perfect balance. Cool. Wolf sight, which means that in all your forms you see colors and insensities in light as a wolf does. Color vision is slightly less dis- distinct than that of humans. Although you embrace the full spectrum of colors, your night vision, however, far surpasses human nocturnal vision. Cool. Bad taste. No, it's not because you have poor taste in clothing. It's because people who bite you will literally retch. Ew. Yeah. The next one is Fair Glabro. 
Fair glabro means <clears throat> if you change into glabro form, which is the big shaggy human thing, you can still pass for human. You're just larger than people normally are. Um, lack of scent, which of course means that you don't leave a scent trail. Physically impressive. You appear dangerous both in outward demeanor and in physical bearing. <laughs> Daredevil. You excel at taking risks and have a talent for surviving them. <laughs> long, like a bash. long distance. <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah, the next one is long distance runner. So yeah, you can run for hours on end. You have natural weapons as the next one, three or four points merit. So again, two different ones. What natural weapons? Uh, I assume we all have claws. So what does that do? Uh, it means that you're um, you have you're greatly in tune with your wolf physique. Your balanced physical acuity in lupus form are greater than in hermit form. Subtract one from the difficulty of any attack roll with an innate natural weapon that is claw, bite, kick, and so on. When you are in lupus form, however, add one to the difficulty of any such attack made in hermit form. Okay. It costs three points for lupus or merit. It makes his characters and four points for hermit. Cool. Uh, next is huge size, which gives you an extra health level. Um, makes you huge? Yes, that too. You, yes, you're quite you stand huge. close to seven feet tall and may, may weigh as much as 400 pounds in helmet form. Um, next one is metamorph. Shape changing for you is as easy as breathing. You do not need to roll to change forms, nor is it necessary to spend a rage point for instantaneous shift. How much so, does that cost? Seven points. It's very expensive. What's called shape what? Metamorph. Hugely expensive, but it is useful, I suppose. I'm just noting them down for, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah. Animal musk. Now we're getting into the flaws. Animal musk means that you leave a very strong odor. Um, humans react poorly to you. Cool. Next one is anosmia. When, whether from birth or due to some illness or accident, you've lost all sense of taste and smell. That's a shame. Um... Next one is hard of hearing. Monochrome vision. So basically you see everything in black and white. <laughs> uh, next one is no partial transformation, which means you can't do the whole see my hand, see my claw, see my hand thing. <clears throat> next one is short, which means you're well below average height. And that costs how much? Uh, that is one point. F that's a one point flaw. You will get one point <coughs> for that. What uh, is the mechanical implication? Uh, your diminutive size causes you problems, making it difficult to see over obstacles, reaching high shelves, manipulate things built for average individuals. This lack of stature is mirrored in all of your forms. Your running speed is halved, and your storyteller may choose to levy additional penalties as appropriate in any given situation, although occasionally this flaw can give you a concealment advantage. It should also be noted that werewolves will probably snicker when they see you, because quite frankly, your Krenos form is going to be tiny. <coughs> Mm -hmm. um, so just like, drop a sperm whale on them; they won't be laughing. Then, <laughs> when, when we give you when we give you your 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 tribe name, it's gonna be Chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Oh no! Or, another song popped up into my head. Short arse shite. Uh, strict carnivore is the next one. Basically, it says vegetarian. It's just another way of saying lazy hunter. Okay, with that one. In other words, you only eat meat. You can How only. How weird eat. would it be for a? Uh, Werewolf to be a vegetarian. Very. Uh, they, they, but the point here is, of course, that you, you don't get any nourishment from eating vegetables or grains. Yeah. 
No, no um, being an omnivore. Exactly. Uh, one eye is the next one. Kind of gives itself bad sight. Uh, bad sight. So you have both your eyes, but you don't see very well. Deformity. Mates' characters can take uh, this flaw for no freebie points as their mates' disfigurement. But yes, that's... Bad sight, is that also just a one point? No, that's a three point. Three point flaw. All sight of, uh, difficulties are increased by two, which is pretty severe. And then, mm-hmm. uh, base difficulty in this game is six, so yeah. you need to roll six or higher on d10. If that increased by two, then to see anything, yes. you should roll a eight or higher. Okay, next one is Double Jeopardy, which is... Garu- uh, Gaia has marked strongly, you were born not with one, but with two significant Mates' deformities. Oh, Obviously, shit. this is only taken by Mates' uh, Guru. Um, next one is Lame, so you can't run or walk easily. You have a pronounced limb and may need assistance from a cane or a walking stick. Uh, Mates' can so take sad. that as their def- uh, Mates' disfigurement, yes. Uh, that is a huge disadvantage, obviously. No. And you only get three points for it. I always thought that was too little. The combat implications are severe. Yes. Monstrous is the next one. Three-point flaw. Well, there, you could say that having that uh, crutch or something would actually be cool, because even if they're at distance, you can still whack them with the crutch. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, and they can pull the crutch out from under you. Yeah, that's the that's the offside. If you're in Krynos form, you're very, very tough. So a human pulling that away... Yeah, that's that's not the same if it's a Nexus crawler or a black spiral that dancer is... pulling it away. <laughs> but still, you could still whack them with them, even if yeah. you're laying down. Okay. You still whack them. Someone should take limp. At least that means we know we know we know who's gonna die and save the rest of us if we ever have to run away. <laughs> first time we have to flee for our lives, that character dies, it and we all live. Fucking bad. They will just wipe the fucking crutch away and then run, leaving them to Okay. Right. Let's move on, Joan. Um, just a moment, I have to answer here. Yeah, so, I distracted her because I'm rude like it's that. It's like, sorry, Bob, it's you are all of us. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Chihuahua, lay still, play yeah. dead. <laughs> play dead and cover yourself in tartar sauce. Here we go, monstrous. Your physical appearance, tr- appearance is truly hideous to your fellow Guru. All your forms base- bear some grotesque qualities. Your helmet form barely looks human. Um, your appearance rating is zero and cannot be raised higher with experience, barring some remarkable circumstance. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hello. Um, one, one arm at the nest. Deaf. Mute. Blind. Så kommer vi ned til mental. Så er vi i gang med merits again, common sense. Har vi lige haft computer aptitude? Har vi haft? Take Eller care to not uh, intermix the Danish too much because we still have Chris here. Yeah, that's true. Well, there are um, some I haven't heard. Um, and computer aptitude, what does that do? Computer aptitude lowers difficulties on all roles invo- involving computers. That's hardware, software, and or operations. Uh, and with by one- two. By two points. So basically the, the difficulty is lower. Yeah, uh, if you want to excel at computers, that would be a good merit. Oh hell yes! Yeah, I've already taken it. <laughs> Next one: concentration. Uh, you have the ability to focus your mind and shut out distractions and or, or annoyances. Um, if we take that, can we just go an entire scene without recognizing Halo? No. Very funny. No. Expert driver. Then we have the language one that I mentioned. Lightning calculator. 
So yeah. What does that do? Uh, all all roles involving complex equations and uh, math and stuff like that gives you, uh, is made of minus two. Um, also, another possible use for this merit is figuring the odds of success or failure of a particularly uh, particular endeavor, assuming you have sufficient data on which to base your calculations. Um, lightning calculation, did you call it? Lightning calculator. It's one point merit. Next one is mechanical aptitude. Kind of says itself. Time sense. Also kind of self-explanatory. You have an internal clock, basically. Next one is berserker. Uncanny control over your inner anger and you can use your rage as most guru cannot. You can enter a berserk frenzy at will, ignoring your wound penalties. You still suffer the consequences of any actions committed in the throes of frenzy. When circumstances might cause you to frenzy, you must make a standard roll to see if you do or not. So basically you can choose to go into frenzy. Like, this would be convenient right now. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it's, it's, generally speaking, it's not hard for werewolves to get angry. Lol. But, um, but frenzying is, is a, can be a great bonus in combat because it means you get to ignore all those pesky wound penalties. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, it also means you lose control of yourself to a very high extent. Yeah. Um, next one is Code of Honor. Uh, characters with this merit gain two additional roles on all willpower roles when acting in accordance with their code, such as, for example, example helping the defenseless or something like that. Uh, next one is eidetic memory. So, yeah, photographic memory. This allows you, it's not, doesn't allow you to just say, oh, but I have photographic memory, but it does allow you to make a perception plus alertness role if you've forgotten something. And then, yeah, there you go. Cool. Inner strength, you have the grit of a true survivor. In in crisis, your deep reserve of determination gets you through. Reduce the difficulty of willpower points, or willpower rolls by two if struggling against overwhelming odds. Natural linguist, that was the one I mentioned before. Add three dice to any dice pool is involving written or spoken languages, and each person purchase of the language merit gives you two languages instead of one. Next, you have seldom sleeps. So, yes, you don't sleep nearly as often. One seldom sleeps. So, yes, you don't sleep nearly as often. One hour a night is fine, and even an hour every three days won't make you more than a little bleary-eyed. You're not immune to sleep-causing supernatural effects, and you must still rest after using taxing rituals or gifts. You're not always perky, bright-eyed, and bushy-tailed. How many points is that? Uh, Two points, or merit. Okay, not taking it. Calm heart, making it harder to frenzy. Cool. Iron will. Um, Is that still sickeningly overpowered? uh, You have a tremendous ability to resist outside attempts to take over your mind. You receive three extra dice to resist attempts to manipulate your mind and may spend a willpower point to shake uh, shake off the direct mental control of a vampire. This merit only works against direct mental control, not emotional manipulation. Gifts that induce frenzy still have the usual chance to succeed, for example. Okay. They have they have downed it a little, but not yeah, much. they they've <laughs> at least it's it no longer a flat immunity to everything trying to touch your brain. Yes, exactly. Next one is jack of all trades. You um, know a little knowledge about a lot of things. So basically, if you have to make a roll on a skill you don't possess, you don't suffer the usual penalty on the roll's difficulty. You may attempt a roll on a knowledge that you do not possess, although the difficulty is raised by only two, only uh, or is is raised by two. Normally, you can't roll um, a knowledge test if you don't have the knowledge. How many points? That's three. 
self-confident is the next one. Hmm? You are so sure of your own abilities that when you expend willpower to gain one at some automatic success on an endeavor, you have a chance to, re- to gain the benefit of that expenditure without actually losing the, the willpower point. When you spend willpower for an automatic success, you do not actually lose it unless the auto success is only garnered in is the only one garnered in the rolls. So basically, when you roll, and if you then get no successes apart from the one you just bought, you don't lose the willpower point. Cool. It's also expensive. It's five points. Untamable. You have a wild soul who has never been bent to the leash. You are immune to vampiric domination, but not emotional manipulation by a presence. (coughs) And these gifts will not work on you. Roll over, obedience, and mastery. Pretty strong. It's very strong. It's also five points. (coughs) Next, we have the flaws. Compulsion. Kind of speaks for itself. You have a compulsion to do something. Impatient. Intolerance. It's not an uh, intolerance. Is not uh, like an allergy. It's a uh, something you really, really don't like. Uh, an animal, a class of person, a situation, or an object, something like that. It, that would be very bad. Yes, and you can't say I'm, wolves. You, you can't. You can't say I dislike the worm because all werewolves do. The worm. Yeah, the worm is the big evil cosmic power. It's the end game villain we're never gonna defeat. Yes. Um. Well, uh, I, I'm going to be a new Nazi and have uh, intolerance to juice. Yeah. <laughs> we just, the game just went there. Yes, the game just went there. Nightmares. Yes. Which is also, uh, has always been a hideously, hideously underpointed flaw. Uh, you, you basically, whenever you wake up, you have nightmares every night. When you wake up, you must r- succeed on a willpower roll with a difficulty of seven, or you lose one die on all actions for that day. No thanks. And you only get one point for that. It's ridiculous. No thanks. Yeah. Intolerance uh, is only one point, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Overconfidence is another one-point flaw. Shy is a one-point flaw. It should be 100 points because people who play shy characters always end up regretting it. Soft-hearted is a one-point flaw. Speech impediment is a one-point flaw. Amnesia is a two-point flaw. What does amnesia do in this? You have no memory of your past before your first change. Basically, you forget everything that happened before you became a werewolf. So it was so traumatic for you and everything around you that you just black it out. Yeah. Yeah. Next is curiosity. You find mysteries of any sort irresistible. But does it kill the wolf? How many points? Two points. And yeah, I can see why a Ragabash would take that. Oh, the Glasswalker has it. I don't even know what penalties it gives. I just have curiosity. Whether it's whether it's close a closed drawer, a whispered conversation, or a mysterious light just beyond the trees, you have to know what is going on. Anytime you're presented with the unknown, make a wits roll, or else you must go investigate. The difficulty varies on the roll involved: five for simple things and nine for intense circumstances. Um, so the Ragabash and the Thirds, you're gonna go crazy because five is five is basically said. What's in that storage unit? And nine is for. I wonder what those Fomori are planning. I'd better go listen in. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Ah! <laughs> I can imagine. Yes. The, the third gen, the Ragabash, sneaking mm. up. What could go wrong? And then suddenly, the Ragabash and the third runs the other way. Ah! <laughs> Everything! <laughs> okay, next, next one is pack mentality. You are lost without your pack. Basically, you get plus, uh, or you get difficulty increases on everything if you're not with your pack. Oh. Phobias, two or three points, depending on how severe they are. Short fuse. Ooh, that's always dangerous. Basically, you flip out far more easily than most. Territorial. <laughs> sort of speaks for itself, pissing on everyone and everything, literally. Vengeful. Um, someone or something specific. <clears throat> causes you to need to get vengeance and it's something that you can probably never really get vengeance for next one is absent-minded <laughs> deranged <laughs> which is a, a permanent form of insanity so yep. yeah driving goal driving sorry what driving goal you, you have you're a very driven person you have something that i must do this this is my goal in life <laughs> um but it also means that you kind of block everything else out hatred Again, you can't take hatred of the worm, but you can take hatred of something else, someone or something else. Like juice. <laughs> oh, stop that. Weak willed. It's the next one. Ability deficit. So whether due to poor education, lack of opportunity or simple laziness, you've fallen short of your potential. You have five fewer points to distribute in one of your ability categories, talents, skills or knowledges. In other words, this thing is stupidly, stupidly underpointed. You only get five points for taking it. Um, Wait, what's the point? Exactly. Is it just to get more merits? I guess so, but it's still... Ugh, no, it's it's dumb. It's, as it says here, this flaw is particularly appropriate to lupus characters that have yet to learn much about life as guru, but still, it's just, no, you shouldn't get ten, five points, you get lots more, but yeah. Flashbacks. Yeah. Flashbacks. You manage to make it through your first change, but not wholly intact. Most significant thing that can throw you into different moods or a state of mind, such as your behavior, is extremely unpredictable. Basically, you yeah, you have the wildest mood swings, because suddenly you remember something horrible from when you first changed. And then we move on like to social. The head of your best friend. For example, yes. Then we move on to social. Um, they are reasonably some family support. Kind of goes without saying. Somebody owes you a favor. Could be one. You are pitiable. Oh. You have what's called camp goodwill, which is exactly what I, where I found out that there is this thing about all the camps are involved. Basically, one of the tribal camps likes you better. Better. Animal magnetism, so yeah, natural. Sorry, yeah, animals like you. Yes, natural leader. However, if you take natural leader, you must have a charisma of three or greater. Noble, notable heritage, rather. You, your direct family line is particularly renowned either in Guru society or in the human world. This merit may not be taken by bone norse. <laughs> reputation, which is obviously a, a good reputation. Uh, supporter, so somebody. Uh, you... I think that'd be, that'd be quite useful. I think. Which one? Supporter. supporter. Yeah, you you inspire all around you to greater efforts, whether by speaking, writing, or leading by example. You give anyone who works with you no reason. Uh, uh, everyone uh, works with you reason to go on and hope of success. You have a minus two difficulty on social roles, and you give any group effort plus one to its total dice pool. Very useful. So yeah, if it's a group thing, you get plus one dice. How much is supporter? Two points. Okay. Uh, Rasmus? Yeah? 
while Joan is reading through these, could you go back and find me phobias again? And just um, once you have it, maybe type it out to me in in the chat. I'm totally just sitting here looking at it for myself, so I'll just copy the text for you. Thank you. Yeah, Joan, like please too. go on. Notes at Messenger is the next one. Basically, uh, this is uh, you, you have been uh, charged with running messages for elders and legends uh, among the Guru nations. So you, you've literally been a message runner. But because you've done that, uh, you've been associated with these powerful people. And um, yeah, that gives you a, a it, it helps you uh, be. Um, yeah, because of your reputation as a reliable messenger, you can pass through other Guru territories without your presence causing offense, and you may be allowed into any sept or other locale where your reputation is respected, such as the spirit courts or Pharaoh holdings, unchallenged. So, yeah. Next is a supernatural companion. This one is barred to you guys. I'm not allowing that one. Basically, it would allow you. It would allow you to either have a uh, changeling or a mage or a vampire as your companions. It's, Vampire, that sounds strange. It is. It happens. It happens. Uh, typically, it's a it's a gangrel vampire. Typically. Uh, uh, next one is the first of the flaws, conniver. There is no honor amongst thieves, nor trust among liars. So, yeah. Uh, dark Daniel. <laughs> which 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 set of flaws is this? This is for social. Okay, so what did you call it again? Conniver. Yeah. Whether earned or not, you have a reputation for deceit and treachery, and you lose one die from all social roles involving any extension of trust, truth, or believing your words. Do you want me to copy that for you, Daniel? Uh, no, I'm I'm fine with that. I I think I can roleplay that heavily enough as a Shadow Lord without having to take it as a flaw. Yeah. Dark Secret is the next one. So, yes, you have a Dark Secret, and if it comes out, it'll hurt you socially. You have Enemy which is one, two, five points. So depending on how many points you want the enemy to be off, it's more or less powerful. Naive uh, is one as well. And here you go. The difficulty of any roles for you to detect another person's ill intent from the sense worm gift to empathy roles is raised by two. That's pretty significant for a one-point flaw. Twisted upbringing is a one-point flaw. Camp enmity, so the uh, the opposite of um, camp goodwill. It's it's camp enmity here. They one camp doesn't like you. You you can be gullible. You have persistent parents. What does that do? Uh, m- most werewolves, unless they have kinfolk parents, sacrifice their family ties after their first change, or in order to protect the veil, basically. Don't let anyone know you're a werewolf. That's bad. Yeah. Your parents, however, are, have not given up on you. They might, might hire detectives to find you, plaster posters with your picture on, on it around town, pester radio and television stations to run public service ads, or dedicate websites and utilize social media to recruit the aid of the internet in order to try to find you. So basically, mm. they're not giving How up. How much of a flaw is this? I, um, I'm considering <laughs> taking that flaw because... As intended, I have a very close relationship with my father, so if I suddenly just disappear, I would that be a bad idea, Jim? You know, uh, I, I think... You, only if you have no kinfolk. I mean, if you ever, it, it's good if you have no kinfolk. If you have kinfolk, then go ahead. I don't have any kinfolk. Go ahead, you can do it, yeah. It seems like, unless you have a really flawed family life, most people would have persistent parents. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, so what was your advice? If I have kinfolk, then no. Yes. Bad idea. But if you have kinfolk, then no, because then your your kinfolk, they're literally your family. All right, but I don't. So I'll I'll take this. Okay. Yes. Cool. You can I'll, have. Um, you can, yeah. yeah, go on. I'm I'm just uh, say to, saying to AJ. I'll look it up right now. Okay. Notoriety. So yeah, you have a bad name Thanks. with the guru of your set. You can have a ward. So someone who is dependent on you. No, you can't. This is also closed off to you because you start out being cubs yourself. Uh, hunted. A dedicated werewolf hunter has targeted you uh, as his quarry. Ooh, nasty. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was that's... totally considering hunted when we were doing vampire. That's yeah. some rough shit. Uh, that is, so definitely. Humans are generally just cattle, but some of them have become remarkably good at hunting things bigger than themselves. Yes. Next one is also close to you because you start out at an age where this isn't appropriate. Mates as child. You don't have kids when we begin this. No. That would or, be seriously. Or, or do we? No, you don't. <laughs> okay. Supernatural being the final uh, category here. Ancestor ally. So basically one of your ancestor spirits is particularly close to you. Uh, this is if you have ancestors background. You must have the ancestors. Yeah, you must have the ancestors as background to purchase its merit. Moonbound, you are more in tune with your auspice than most guru. When Luna waxes in your auspice, you receive one extra dice to each of your rolls. However, when Luna wanes in your auspice, you receive one less die to every roll. Waxing and waning means when the moon is approaching your status and leaving. Yes. Uh, spirit magnet. So, yay, the spirits really, 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 really like you. And, good and bad. Not, well, they're at least attracted to you. That is a good thing, normally. <laughs> because it says here, occasionally you attract more than you bargained for. Banes are also likely to come calling. Uh, yeah, that's why it's only a one-point merit. Danger sense. Lucky. Spider sense is tingling. Yeah, Lucky gives you three failed re-rolls re per story, not per evening, per story. <clears throat> and that's a long time in this case. That could be months, so that's, yeah. Yeah, uh, stories are segmented arcs in the Chronicle, right? Yeah, exactly. Good. Uh, natural channel. So basically, if you want to cross over into the spirit world, it's easier um, for you than for anyone else. You may have found true love. Uh, and it might be one of your... Teenager. And that's great, unless it's one of us, in which case it's a flaw. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love you! Go away! I love yes. you! Go away! Forbidden yeah. love. Here comes one of the most powerful ones in the entire game. Immune to worm emanations. The six-point merit. You can still take damage from Balefire, Supernatural, Cost Radiation, Worm Elementals, or any other form of worm toxins. You do not suffer any dice pool penalties from them, and Banes cannot possess you. It is stupidly powerful. Can I just say something that will make everyone hate me with regards to found true love? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So someone has found their true love in a girl who unfortunately is also in love with a vampire, but it also turns out to be okay when uh, you, when you finally see the kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Silver tolerance. Boom. Yeah. This is a seven point merit. It is the most powerful one in there. You may soak silver damage in any form at difficulty eight, although this does not change the type of damage that silver does. Normally, if you get 
If you get hit by silver, you can't soak it. It will kill you. Um, you can soak it in your birth form. That's the only one. And that's one of the only advantages that the mates have because their birth form is Krenos. Yeah. Yeah. Also, transfer- um, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, also, um, for you guys, in case you're wondering, uh, silver does aggravated damage, and aggravated damage means it doesn't heal. Yeah. Un- with the one exception being if uh, as uh, if we employ supernatural means, yes. and werewolf have, uh, werewolves have a supernatural healing factor. Yes, they do. But it still takes much, much longer. So, yeah. uh, band transformation, one, two, six, four. Basically means that there are un- there are some situations in which you cannot change change forms. Um, some of the triggers and their relative points costs include, for example, uh, relaxing music is one point, and when the moon is not vis- visible is six points. So basically, you can um, yeah, that is a, a fairly complicated one. Obviously, you can have a one to five point flaw cursed. So basically, come up with some kind of curse. Uh, and I will um, uh, set a points difficulty for them. I can give you an example. For example, two points. Things you value for sentimental or functional reasons tend to disappear. Mementos, minor fetishes, or significant utilitarian items like your the keys to your car or your favorite knife. Five points is at critical moments you tend to experience catastrophic failures. A fetish doesn't work when you need it the most. Your gun misfires or jams during combat. Or you get stuck while crossing the gauntlet in an emergency situation. So going in and out of the spirit world. As a significant flaw, storytellers should feel free to put you into peril on a frequent basis with this level of curse. We don't need that. You'll do it anyway. <laughs> yes. Go first. From the so, so why not take it? That's like three points. Gonna... Because you'll... Sorry, I'll be go much, on. I'll be much, much worse if you do take it. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you will be wanting those times when she doesn't. Yes. <laughs> um, next one is foe from the past, which is a one to three point flaw, depending on how powerful this foe is. Next, you have forced transformation, which is a one to two point flaw. Basically, it can actually force you to change. This is really bad in some situations. For example, sexual arousal sti- stimulates a forced change. One point, <laughs> Glabro, two points to Krenos. Yeah, one two points to Homet if you're a lupus. This is seriously bad. It sounds like a generally bad time, it's especially in it's the... It's not just for sexual arousal. That is just an... Exp- and, and, yeah, and but that's, example, that yeah. particular example sounds like it would suck as if you were male, a, a heterosexual male. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go into Glabro now. This is gonna be a shit time for you. <laughs> Ow. Um, okay. Why are you starting howling, honey? Oh, shit! <laughs> Insane ancestor. So, again, you must have the ancestor's background to take this. Slip sideways, which is... Oh, you no. Find, you find it difficult to control travel between the physical world and the spirit world, also known as the Umbra, sometimes entering the spirit world when you don't intend to. When stressed, and, like near, when stressed and near a reflective surface, you must roll wits plus occult difficulty seven, and if you fail, you just, oops, slip into the Umbra. Oops. So what, what, what do you get for that one? It sounds like fun. Uh, one point flaw. Okay. Uh, docile, um, which is obviously having difficulty getting really angry. Next one, mark of the predator. Yeah, you mark may not possess. I'll give you. You docile, may not. What? 
your, your distance from the wolf dampens the fires of rage within you, hampering your ability to access them in Gaia's service. For every point of docile you take, your maximum rage is lowered by two and can never be bought above that level. Others see you as domesticated or more dog than wolf and react with derision. Okay. Mark of the Predator is you give off a, a distinctly predatory sense. Uh, you can't take the skill animal can. Basically, animals really don't like you. Sign of the Wolf. Yes, this is a supernatural sort of occult kind of thing. Basically, you you have unibrows or hairy palms on your hands or something because those are the things that werewolves are supposed to have. Or hair on your back. Hair on your back, for example. Yeah, this is like the the, the uh, 80s movie tropes yes. uh, for werewolves. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking in Warren Zevon music videos and whatnot. This is, the next one is Pierced Veil. Unlike most Guru, your Krenos form does not trigger the delirium in mortals. This makes you particularly vulnerable to werewolf hunters, who may find it less difficult to pursue you on your way back to your cairn, putting the members of your sept in considerable danger. Next, we have one of the really nasty ones, Harano Prone. Harano is a form of deep, 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 deep depression that werewolves can enter, which is even deeper than what deep depression feels like for humans. They they basically give up all hope of ever succeeding in the war against all these evil things. They 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 become morose, inactive, or even self-destructive. It is seriously, seriously bad. How do you spell it, that word? It's playing the downward Harano, spiral. H-A-R-A-N-O. Okay. Uh, next one, Dark Fates. So, yes, you have... Um, it says here this flaw works well in conjunction with the fate background. So basically, you get you you, you are doomed, doomed. I tell you. And next, is, oh god, yeah, this one is probably this the last one. They saved the best for last. Yeah, taint of corruption. Oh shit! Somehow the worm has touched you and left its taint upon your spirit. While when other Garu invoke the gift sense worm, you register a strongly worm tainted. Oops. <laughs> it does, however, have the upside of making it easier for you to interact with Black Spiral Dancers, Fomori, and other worm creatures. Yes, and outside of that, w- welcome welcome to the shittiest social ostracization you will ever encounter. If what you've is been the allowed worm? to survive. The worm is one of a... The, it's called the Triad. There are three major powers in the universe, according to the werewolves. Uh, there is the, uh, the Weaver, which is... Um, all things natural and good and beautiful. Um, and uh, no, there's the, uh, the wild is all things good and beautiful and natural. That's the, the wild spelled W-Y-L-D. They, it, this is the creative force of the it's universe. Also code for Gaia. It's Well, Gaia is only a part of the of the wild, but yeah. yes. Gaia's uh, the planet, but Gaia's she's the closest the, embodiment we have. Exactly. Then you have the Weaver, who basically takes all this creation that Gaia uh, churns out and puts some order into it, or that was at oh, least yeah. the, that was at least the idea. So basically, the, the Weaver is the one who's behind all kinds of technological advancement and so on and so forth. Buildings. However, uh, yes. However, at one point, uh, Gaia basically decided to to create a little too much. The Weaver couldn't keep up, went nuts, and imprisoned her in its own web. I believe it imprisoned the worm, right? That's why it went insane. Uh, uh, that's yes, the, the, yes, that's true. It imprisoned the worm. The worm is the next one. Well, the the weaver is insane. 
the worm is, is the is the final one, which originally well, it's the destructive force. But originally, the worm was just basically this, the one who destroyed excess creation. So basically, it's like when you when you uh, paint a nice picture on a on a um, uh, you put it up and you you actually paint a picture, but then you have a little too much paint over here, so you take a, a small uh, a little uh, what's it called a small rag with a little um, alcohol on it, and you dab it away. That's that's what the weaver or the, sorry, what the the worm would originally have done would be the one to remove that little bit of extra paint that ruined the perfect picture. But because the weaver then went bonkers and imprisoned it, the uh, the worm then went insane and tried to break free, and now it's just destroying everything. So the worm is the great destructive force in the universe and the arch enemy of of uh, of the werewolves. Great job, weaver. Uh huh. It's the embodiment of all destruction and corruption. Yes, it is. And that's it for uh, merits and flaws. Cool. And that leaves only one thing left to do, and we're done. Merits. Mm -hmm. uh, no, wait, no, no. Freebies. 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 Freebies have a set, uh, set uh, value, obviously, a set point value. So let me go. Just, uh, I think we should just type those into chat. Yes. I can copy them real quick if you want. That would be nice. Um, what have people chosen for Merits and Flaws for their characters? Um, don't quite know yet. I have, um, if, if you don't mind, I have... Uh, I uh, it, that was to say sorry I interrupted you. Um, I have persistent parent. Yeah. Then I have uh, astrophobia mild and trypanophobia mild. So what are those? What is that? Uh, astrophobia is the fear of thunder and lightning. Cool. And trypanophobia is the fear of needles. You're going. You're not gonna like my character at all. Why not? My tri my tribe spirit, the the one spirit I'm most in tune with is Grandfather Thunder. Oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> All right. So cool. Um, anyone else uh, for their merits and flaws? At least I didn't take. The I I considered taking the three point variant of uh, uh, phobia for the thunder, where I would just have to I think roll willpower or go into flux frenzy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You you do a frenzy check. Yeah. Yeah. But I did. Can I get a quick uh, recap of what Gnosis did? Gnosis is um, attunement to the wild and the spirit. Yes. For a third, Gnosis is hugely important. Yeah. Gosh, I got that much. I, uh, my, I have picked uh, Ambidextrous for merits uh, because I this represents that I have... I'm not born Ambidextrous. I, I was born right-handed. Uh, but my parents then like physically uh, abused... Uh, <laughs> "Quote unquote," schooled me into using my left hand. Also, um, I think no, he was before inverse. Actually, he was born left-handed, and that was wrong. Yeah, that, that's that would be more common. Yes. Yeah. So he was he was basically physically hurt every time he fucked up with his right hand, until he ma um, mastered using the right hand. Yes. My grandmother was actually hit over the fingers while she was in school every time she used a left hand. It's yeah. something Until similar to this. she started yeah. using right hand. Yes. Where they would leave her be. That's the notion of what has happened here, except it's my parents. Yes. Yeah. Also, also, we do actually have one more thing that you haven't picked, but that's because you won't have them when we begin, and those are your gifts. They will be... Yeah. That will be part of the prequel, so that's why we haven't looked Very at cool. gifts. I then have a question. I, um, yes. Uh, I think I remember it as when it says per point, it's per point you already have, right? 
So like if I have two point and it costs five do five per per dart, no, nope. it would no, cost no, me ten point. No, that's for XP. Alright, so if I wanted to raise, say, my my dexterity from three to four, if I wanted yeah, that, it would no. still only cost five points. Yes. However, if you wanted to do it with XP later on, it would be current rating times so and so much. But we were not allowed any attributes for four, or was the only with the beginning. Can we do it with freebie points? Uh, you you can have one attribute at four, which is unavoidable because you have one that is. Uh, we have to distribute seven points in one of these areas. So With the exception of appearance, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. I actually well, have four points in appearance right now. Yeah. Uh, and, um, so and can I have another one. one of four points no, then? No, no, that's the one you chose. Ah. Okay. So maximum yes. of three in all the others. Yes. Okay. All right. So I said... <coughs> where? Uh, I what have three in one wits. What's your question, Chris? Uh, so, we were just discussing how freebies work. I yeah. don't didn't really get it. So you have, mm, go mean, on, John. You have fifteen points plus. If you have more flaws than merits, then the difference is added to that. Right. How, how, how many points of merits do you have? How many points of flaws do you have? <sighs> Give me a second. I need to work that work it out. Uh, you carry on. I'll I'll I'll, I'll sort this out. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, Can I someone was, tell um, me what Daredevil does and what you get, uh, or what it costs? Uh, I guess someone I... can. Uh, Daredevil costs because I chose it for for my character. Uh, three yeah. points. Okay. And what does it do? Oh, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Marathon Falls, Daredevil. <sighs> Daredevil, you excel at taking risks and have a talent for surviving them. Uh, when attempting exceptionally risky non-combat actions, such as leaping from rooftop to rooftop, 30 stories above the ground, you may add three additional dice to your rolls. In addition, you may negate a single botched die on those rolls. Uh, generally, an action must be at least difficulty 8, and with the potential to inflict at least three health levels of damage, you fail to qualify for this bonus. Yes. Okay. Basically, uh, you are later, it, it is the I want to be bloody epic. Yeah, <laughs> there is. You you found everything out, Chris? No, I'm still working through it. Cause... Okay, so I can lift my uh, list my merits and flaws while while yeah, he's sure. Yeah. So yeah. merits I already mentioned uh, Daredevil um, and also language English because yeah. I'm currently uh, tinkering with the idea of, of having my character be from Denmark. Same. Oh, hey. so, uh, same as with uh, as with her. Uh, yeah. So, well, are you are you guys siblings by any chance? I don't think so. Okay. No, uh, we have we haven't really. We may know each other. I don't know. Yeah. We haven't talked about that. No, so, that okay. would be, that would be hilarious though. And, if and, you yeah. knew each other but weren't related. Yeah. And we the, have the, agreed on the whole um, speaking behind other people's backs in Danish. Yep. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> what else do you have for Marathon flaws? Uh, flaws: uh, impatient, overconfident, and short fuse. Cool. Oh. Yep. Oh, short fuse on a on a get a Fenris a rune. That's gonna get bloody. <laughs> to continue, oh. um, to continue my own merits and flaws. Yes. Um, I had ambidextrous, of course. I yes. mentioned that. Yeah. I have uh, language uh, uh, as two points. Yeah. I have uh, French. Yes. Uh, because you need to be classically schooled. Yes. And uh, I have Chinese because uh, that's the way business is moving. Okay. Right. So yeah, none of these were choices. 
Um, no. And then it's, it's, I... This kid has been treated really badly. Yeah. And I have uh, phobia at three points, so I go into frenzy if I'm uh, tested to my phobia. And uh, it's a nosco- uh, nosocomophobia. Okay, which is... What is that? That is the crippling fear of hospitals. <gasps> oh. Oh, nice. crap. And uh, this is uh, yeah. So if I if I not get knocked out and wake up in a hospital, this is, that's, that's gonna make, it's gonna make the front page. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what happened was uh, I was uh, I experienced some form of trauma in in my um, in my formative years. I'm not ex- exactly sure what happened, but I might have fallen down some stairs or I I broke something. Yes. And uh, because at that point I was taking some medication for something. Uh, probably to deal with uh, some form of sickness I'd picked up. Yeah. I was mi- mismedicated in the emergency room when I was given um, when I was um, uh, given uh, medication to to deal with the issue while I was being treated for the trauma, yeah. and it uh, it didn't uh, anesthes- anesthetize me. It uh, it oh. it didn't anesthetize me. Instead, it just made me trip balls while it happened. So I had like a massive cr- massive crippling panic attack instead and was able to feel the whole fucking thing. Aye, aye, aye. Um, in, in other words, you had no clue what was going on, or you knew what was going on, but you couldn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 you woke I up. imagine, I imagine like the, the, um, this was somehow tied into the beginning of what, uh, of the transformation into werewolf, not my uh, actual change. But when this the psychedelic thing happened, I might have like seen um, might have seen my first glimpse of the Umbra and like different types of horribleness in there, Bane spirits or Weaver spirits and weird fucking shit, and that basically gave me a crippling phobia of hospitals. Yes. No, uh, um, no argument there that would give anyone a, ph- a phobia. I think. Uh, yeah. Just to return to the uh, freaky points thing, however. Yeah. Um, Chris, did you work out how much you had spent on merits and flaws? I have. I'm debating whether or not to take a hatred flaw, and that which will add, I think, if it was either two or three, wasn't it? Is it too uh, easy to take hatred of vampires? Uh, um, yeah, because as yes, said, they're worm, they're worm creatures, so you can't. Yeah. Also, okay. it's it's. Um, I'm not saying that it's impossible, but again, think of your tribe here. They, they can hate, obviously. I'm just saying. In that case, uh, I mean, ha- hatred, hatred for in order for you to hate something strongly enough to get uh, uh, points out of it, uh, we are talking about a very violent form of hatred, and one, you are playing three, a child of Gaia. Seven, one, two, three, four, five, six. They're they're both completely balanced. Okay, so you have six on each side. Uh, six uh, points, yes. Yes. Okay. No problem. Well, then, in that case, you have fifteen freebie points. Uh, so, uh, wait, no. It's, is, does it have to be six points on each side, or can it be? No, no. You can, you can, uh, you you can maximum. You get, you can get a maximum of seven points. Okay, you can that's... spend as many as you want, or as long as you have freebie points to to spend on them. But look at the the list at the cost here, at the list of costs, because. Oh no! What I've got here. Is... Yeah. One, two, three, four, yeah. In that case. Yeah, it's seven points each. So it's ma- maxed out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. So because... you have fifteen points that you can then buy stuff on your character sheet at yes. the listed cost. So you want to buy up your strength? You what? spend five points. Yes. One thing I want to interject here. Well, two things actually that I want to interject here, and which is going to be important to you guys. 
Yeah. First and foremost, Gnosis. You have one point as a Hamid. You, if you uh, spend your last point of Gnosis, you're not actually able to interact with spirits at all until you regain it. Uh, so consider spending a couple of points here or there on something like Gnosis. It's definitely points well spent. It's also the number of dice you roll on attempting to enter the spirit world physically is your Gnosis score. So if you only have one dice, one die, you're going to have a hard time getting into um, into the uh, the spirit world. Just saying. You have temporary Gnosis too, right? Uh, yes, you have a permanent and a temporary score. Of course, the permanent is your max and the temporary is, is, well, if you spend any, then it goes down. The other thing is willpower. Mm. Just saying that a human being um, normally has maybe two or three points of willpower. Yes. However, your willpower score is also the difficulty of anyone trying to influence you emotionally or through supernatural means if they want to mess with your brain. And by difficulty, I mean that's the number they have to roll over on a d10 in order to gain a success. So if you have three points of willpower, they only have to roll three or higher on a d10 to get successes. And if they then have five dice and they roll four successes, you're their bitch. Quite literally. It's also willpower that you roll in order to not frenzy. So willpower is very important. Okay. And it's not influenced by any of our attributes. No, I think no. it was in, in, no. it was our tribe, right? It's your yes, it's your yeah. tribe that determines what you start with uh, in willpower. I'm gonna put a freebie point into uh, totem, so I'm adding one to our totem pool. Yes. I also have added one to our totem pool, and I have two in fate. Ooh, very nice. Uh, I'm t- yeah, I also put one in totem, oddly enough. I'm tempted to put one in. You guys are gonna get a pretty pretty strong totem <clears throat> at this rate. I, I like that. Yeah, uh, we, we get fi- uh, five point totem. We we get one of the big guys. Yep, you do. Mm, is it worth? Is it worth? What the? Uh, what happens if you take insane ancestor? Uh, well, you have to have ancestor, as I said. I do. And uh, you have to have that, and then. But what are the consequences? Uh, let's see. Uh, an insane ancestor sometimes fucks you over when you use the ancestor background, as for my, if I remember correctly. Yes, I believe this is correct, but just let me check in a hurry. Yeah, an insane ancestor of yours occasionally takes uh, over when you seek help from the spirits of your forebears. Usually, this ancestor appears only under certain common circumstances, such as when black spiral dancers threaten you, or whenever a common rite is performed in your presence. When the storyteller deems this circumstances come about, roll your ancestor background difficulty six. Any successes indicate that your ancestor takes control of you for the scene, or until someone recognizes what is happening and manages to convince him to relinquish control once more. You should create your ancestor, name him, and describe his madness. You may spend a willpower point to stifle the ancestor spirit for the scene. You you must purchase the background ancestor to take this flaw. Can I just suggest that if someone picks that, their ancestor is William Shakespeare's demented ghost? (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't... How much is the flaw? One. Okay. One point. 
It's another one that seems um, funny. It is. All right, so I went with... I buffed my willpower quite a lot because I'm considering this a very willful kit. Yes. Um, so my starting willpower is six. Yep, that's... Uh, the, minus um, five. Is that bad? That's no, fine. That's fine. no five, it's very five high. Is, five is good. Five is good. Um, the, uh, the, the idea I, come, I came up with for the Nosocomophobia... Yep. Um, made me want to kickstart his gnosis a bit to make it higher than I would normally do for an Arun. So he has four gnosis. Yep. And the, 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 the G is silent. Uh, gnosis, yep. whatever. Yep. And gnosis. he has four gnosis. Uh, he has deform. Um, yes. So that's why he has four, we... four gnosis. Does he have a very keen sense of smell? Yeah, I'm, I'm also sitting here thinking maybe pronouncing the G would be a better idea so I don't confuse oh. it with a nose. Or maybe exaggerate the eye. Gnosis. Yeah, that could also work. Yeah, well, uh, he has four gnosis right now until <laughs> I decide differently he has gnosis. Yes, of course. And, uh, well, because this, this kit has a, has a lot of shit thrust onto him on a regular basis, uh, and is under a lot of pressure, uh, I have upped his rage to seven. He has seven rage. It's a very angry kit. Wow. Um, I have uh, st- uh, smacked one in totem and one in fate for backgrounds, and I have um, and I have bought uh, one attribute up. I have bought brawl up to three. Yep. I have. I don't know if, if we're like going through what we've done, but I have bought my intelligence up to three. Then I've upped my empathy to yes. three. Uh, then I've put points, uh, one more point in pure breed, two points in fate, one more point in spirit heritage, uh, one, two points in mentor, I think, and one point in totem. And then I up my gnosis to two and my willpower to five. I've also taken common sense, uh, supporter, I know, I, I suppose Iris Gaelic would be the right language to call it, right? Yes. Uh, then I have a, a a merit I found online that Joan has approved called Green Thumb. And then I have Supporter, which makes it easier for me to do social roles involving people who work with me. And I add one total dice to the, uh, to the pool for group efforts. Yes. Very Good. cool. Good. I think... Sure. I think okay. we're actually slowly getting there. Yeah. yeah. Very uh, slowly on my part. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's getting closer. Let's see. So, so, two, two, so Sorry. Thing. Yeah, wrong language. Um, so far, I have noted um, that all well, three flaws for a total of two points. Uh, sorry, four points that I'm probably going to take. Hmm? Those being curiosity, insane ancestor, and slip sideways. <laughs> oh my god. You are gonna be... Holy shit! So this, this fucking ragabash is the eye of the storm. Every, <laughs> every shit-sucking bad thing is just going to explode out of wherever she's standing. Well, yes. The good thing, of course... It's gonna be so funny. Yes, it is. The good thing for her, of course, is that she's a Geta Fenris, which means that she's got Geta Fenris backing her up and basically standing there, cracking their knuckles and go, Yeah, do you have a problem with her? 
do you have a problem with her? And then they're going to turn around and they're going to beat her up instead. I'm going to look forward to that. Okay, oh, I, th- I think, I think I've got it. Yep. Okay. I can't take... I, I was thinking maybe persistent parent, but I can't take that because I have kinfolk. Yeah, that would be weird. Mm. Well, maybe your parents aren't kinfolk. <laughs> your crazy uncle just kidnapped you one day, and your mother is worried shitless. Oh my god, that, that, that actually <laughs> sounds amazing. Well, that sort of shit actually happens in Ireland. Oh god. She, she was abducted when she was a child, she doesn't remember herself, but her parents are really, really worried. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I kind of want to do that. <laughs> that well, a- then... <laughs> I suppose you could do it if Joan approves. Was there a flaw for substance abuse? I don't think uh, in the call room, no. I think it's because werewolves get high on drugs pretty often during rituals that they think, ah, damn it. (laughs) Well, you you could take a compulsion towards taking drugs. Uh Yeah, you also heal quickly after also. What uh, is it? Uh, what skill is it you need to be able to heal people? Uh, just like gift, doing it in. If you want to heal people in the normal, hardworking way, it would no. be something plus medicine. Yes. If you're using the gift, then look up well, the healing touch gift. No, it's called mother's touch. Ah, you? mother's touch. Yes. Look up the mother's touch gift. It will likely have roll this stat plus this uh, this attribute plus this ability. Yes, and that determines and the ability. I, I believe the, the the ability it uses is uh, medicine. Well, this this third has a willpower of four mm. because I bought it up. Yeah, it has a gnosis of six. Wow, nice. Uh, I think it's very uh, solid. Along with the thing that she's a spirit magnet. Oh, <laughs> computer aptitude and her, as you know. She um, has the Weaver in her spirit heritage. Yep. Uh, Holy shit, that's so nasty. She and has six points shape- of gnosis. Oh my god. She is a shape metamorph. Six. So she six through. Six points of gnosis. Spirit magnet and uh, the spirit heritage of Weaver fuckery. You're gonna be overrun by web spiders. The first time one of us steps sideways next to AJ is just gonna be crawling with eight-legged freaks. Like, all over the place, crawling up and down her and, like, forming her and spinning webs around her. It's going to be the most creepy crawly shit ever. Yes! anyone... Unless anyone uh, convinces me otherwise, I'm going to slip sideways into that. Oh. Yeah, that was why. After Helis said that, I had to stifle my laugh because, yeah. hello, we love her. Go away. <laughs> okay, so. And her flaws, because she's a nerd, she can't get around that. She doesn't look bad. Uh, her second is social, but her first is mental. Flaw nerd. Yes. <laughs> she is short. I said another thing. Nerd. She is very short. She has bad sight. And she has an intolerance to animal cruelty. She's also curious. Oh, God. This links together with her animal, Ken, of three. 
I removed animal magnetism because I think, no, we don't need spirits and animals flocking around her like crazy. Be a Disney princess, have birds alight on your yeah, shoulders. Yeah, if you flip sideways, then it's spiders and shit. <laughs> so I removed that. But Wouldn't yeah. it be hilarious if I took a spider phobia? Oh, oh man! I'm not going to. That would be hysterical. I am not going to. Oh dear, oh dear. I promise you, I am not going to do that. It could be so funny. She slips sideways again. This little rugged bitch. All right, guys. All right, guys. I'm. Um, I think we're. We've probably gotten as much done as we're going to get tonight. Yeah. Uh, when do the, we start playing? Uh, probably next Friday. Friday after next. Uh, Friday after next. Uh, yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Aww, that's bad. Well, I was yeah. trying bef before that. Yeah. Before that happens, I'm going to uh, try and get a hold of each of you for like a, a maybe an hour or something to to run over um, a few things about what you specifically experienced during your first change. Yay! Yeah. And um, that is probably not going to be. It's 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 mostly there will be a little bit of role playing in it. Mostly it'll be a matter of of, of um, me informing people because it's uh, a first change is deeply traumatic almost every single time, and it's uh, it's usually not something that you have. Well, you don't have any kind of control over it whatsoever. No, it's just so. Like do sometimes oh, during your teens, circumstances yeah. conspire to have you flip out. That is a shame. It's a shame because I always hoped to include it in part of one of my character's flaws, but it's it would perhaps be a bit too random for that to occur. It is. Uh, first change is not part of of um, of. It, that is where we start with each of you. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, Joan. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm. Are you gonna just? Uh, I got the impression you meant to send each of us like a letter. Regarding our characters or our auspice and tribe combinations, I didn't quite. I'm not sure I remember that correctly. No, no. It's uh, what you get is each of your respective tribes will have a few words for you that you will receive after we've had, as I said, after we've had these first few, um, these first few uh, uh, first hour of conversation. Then after that has happened, you will get. Um, a piece of paper, a letter, or something stuck into your hand, and a, and a snarled message to read this when you're alone. Cool. Something like that. Yes. Very cool. Uh, eventually, I'm going to fill out the appearance, story, possessions, herder uh, options in this character sheet. Yes. And of course, whenever you feel like talking characters, uh, let's do that. Yep. This uh, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be fun. Uh, in a very traumatic, deeply unsettled way. <laughs> yes. This is something I'm looking forward to hugely so, guys. And thank you so much for this. I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. I've been looking forward to it pretty much since you introduced the idea, actually. Yeah. yeah. And my character might have changed a bit on the outside, but I'm pretty sure she's still very much the same person on the inside. So that's Yeah. Cool. That's the main thing, isn't it? Yes. So, shall we? Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for Listen. tuning in to this uh, session zero of uh, the new Werewolf.